In the wrestling world, the people are represented by two separate but unequally important groups. The wrestlers and bookers, who literally do all the hard work, and the fans, who endlessly nitpick and overanalyze everything they do. These are their stories. Welcome to Raw and Order, the wrestling booking unit, the only wrestling podcast on the planet, exclusively staffed by people over 30 or midgets. I didn't make up the word, uh, Vince McMahon said it. Um, I am your host, Detective Mark Smarks, and I am joined, as always, by my partners in crime fighting, starting off, District Attorney Vincent Cafe. what's going on, man? How are you? I don't know that there's a midget on our staff. That's why I said and or. That, that, we're, we're all over 30. Oh, but, but <laughs> zero midgets. But zero midgets. <laughs> well, I don't I mean, we've never met JLB or JBL. JLB, sorry. Yeah. We also Ooh. have not met JBL either. Yeah. I, so face to face, we don't know if either of them yeah. are midgets. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, nothing confirmed there. Also joining us from up north, RCMP, JLB. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. I am good. I mean, aside from my word, but, you know, if you guys don't want to take that into consideration. <laughs> well, you sure. know people nowadays and their words. I know. I know. It's a tricky subject. But yeah, man. Uh, can't complain. You know, it is what it is. Uh, what a week once again where we're just going to bitch about feel the like, flaws yeah. of WWE. That's I don't, pretty much I don't it. think we have to, though. I don't think we have to. Well, I just feel like we've, we're in a weird case of Groundhog's Day where it's just like every week it's the same. No, here, I'm going to agree with uh, DFA on this. For the most part, I'm I'm not actually angry about these releases. I'm more confused than anything, right? That's where my crime comes in is that, yeah, I'm, it doesn't, some things don't make sense. Yeah. Um, and this goes all the way back to Daniel Bryan, you know, being allowed to really, uh, to end his contract, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, being allowed to walk. Yeah. Um, well, and like, there's more than but that. We'll get that into doesn't that. Make sense. We'll, we'll kind of get into all of that um, when it comes to like, like I said. I mean, there's just so much about this that just doesn't make sense, you yeah. know. Uh, um, and we'll get into all of it. But first, I'd like to remind everyone that Raw and Order is part of the Tatnus Co. podcast, so you can head on down to the doobly doos down below. Click the link for tatnusco.com. And head on over I there. Can? You can right now, or after the show. This is a live stream. I think I think I'll stay here for now. Yeah, that, that'd be better. Right after it. But right after, click that link tatnusco.com. Head yes. on over there, see the other shows, read a little bit about Tatnus. He's a kind of interesting dude. So, um, and then come back Tuesday night when we do our fantasy booking live stream as well. And then, yeah, yeah. and then again next Sunday when we do another wrestling booking, and you know it's not going to be too much longer, and we're going to be doing doing the SummerSlam reaction stream. Not exactly looking forward to it so far, but that's. I, I think that JLB and I are going to talk about recording a season of uh, Botch Long as soon as this show is over. So, because um, somebody has some are time we? off of work. <laughs> Somebody has some time off work, so oh, okay. and now and now we we use visual, so <laughs> I promise not to uh, 
New York Senator Abachalong. Oh, I can't remember what the guy did. I don't. I I can't remember the guy's name. I know what he did. I won't do that. <laughs> Thank you, but, but so, <laughs> we're gonna get back on track because we are way off the rails now. So um, I I think we can all. Uh, normally, I, I go around the horn and I say, who wants to do crime number one? I think we can all agree, crime number one is just going to be a discussion about the state of WWE, specifically NXT, right? Um, it's Okay, so mine is different. Cool. Yeah. It's, it's not necessarily a crime, because I'm kind of agreeing with VAFABE on this. These releases here aren't what I would call 100% a crime. I mean, they're, they're confusing um, for many reasons, but they're not, like... Like, none of these people were were currently top stars. Like, the last one that had, had you know, Aleister Black and Braun Strowman and, and all those, that was something. But, I mean, the biggest stars on this, the biggest names on this, were Bobby Fish, Bronson Reed... Uh, Leon Ruff mm-hmm. and Mercedes Martinez, right? You could make an argument that Jake Atlas is might be included in that, but he was kind of bar- barely pushed, right? And Tyler Rust was barely being pushed at all. So, yeah. for the most part, these were people like the other people: Ari Sterling, Kona Reeves had been injured for for a long time. I'm a fan of his, but he hadn't been on TV in almost a year. Uh, Stefan Smith. Zachariah Smith, Asher Hale, Giant Zangier. Though these are all names that the even the most diehard NXT fans might not even be familiar with, right? Yeah. Yeah, they haven't been on TV in a hot minute, so um or at yeah, all. Yeah. Or at all, or at all for some of them, you know. So so I'm I'm not exactly angry about these. Uh, I'm angry ab- about the fact that we just keep having to talk about all of these releases and i'm angry about the reports as to why these releases came that's really more my thing these people will all probably be better off on the indies in the long run uh bronson reads the confusing one because he was north american champion like a month ago a month ago you know uh bobby fish just came back from injury and was in a feud with his former uh, Undisputed Era teammates just the other week. How much right. fish could a Bobby Fish fry if a Bobby could, Fish could fry fish? Mm-hmm. And and this does actually put 100% the nail in the coffin of an Undisputed Era reunion at any point in the right. near future. I mean, there's always a chance that someday in the future, just like they always trot out the NWO every once in a while, that they'll trot out the Undisputed Era again for a specialty show, but but for right yeah. now, the Undisputed Era is 100% dead. And that's fine. Like, I get it. It's just confusing because it shows how how different an idea the the bean counters and people making the decisions upstairs have versus the idea that the actual people booking the show have. Because obviously, Bronson Reed was someone that they... they uh, the bookers of the show, Triple H... You know, and the people specifically on NXT, Bronson Reed was someone that they had plans for. 
Um, obviously, Bobby Fish was someone that was liked by the bookers. He was featured in, in lots of things. Mercedes Martinez was recently, recently in a feud uh, vying for the women's championship. Yep. Right? These are all things that the bookers obviously had plans for. Uh, but the the people at the top, reportedly Johnny Ace, uh, uh, Bruce Pritchard, and Vince McMahon were the ones who made the, the decision. I thought, um, I thought uh, Nick was in it too. Nick Nick Khan must must be part of it, but the final decision, at least according to the report I read recently, it was it was those three. Um, okay. But but those three are uh, importantly not involved with NXT booking regularly up until now, at least. Um, which nope. plays into the second part of the news, and this is the part that uh, makes me a little more angry. Reportedly. Um, and this comes from a report from uh, uh, Dave Meltzer. He reports that someone from inside WWE uh, had contacted him and gave him this, that the memo uh, circulated verbatim said, and this is where my quote from the start came from, that NXT was no longer going to be uh, hiring, quote, midgets and wrestlers over 30. Um, which, quite frankly, uh, there were no midgets on the NXT roster. Yeah, I haven't uh, seen a Hornswoggle-esque person yeah, the, you know, the, in, in a and minute. And frankly, the last one of them that was hired was hired by Vince McMahon for the main roster, and you just said his name. Um, yep. And oh, but, I, but I get what... Cause the, the, the midgets are that, about cheap pop. Yeah. Uh, so, so does that, this mean we need to be worried about Johnny Gargano? Or well, that's I, what I, I'm alluding to. What midgets refers to? I, I think it's anyone yeah. below six feet. That, no that's 100 percent what he's meaning, right? I'm yeah. just my I'm angry partially at the wording because I think it's offensive. Uh, well, number one, uh, the the implications behind it are more offensive. But I also want to point out that it's a little bit. Uh, hypocritical because this exact phrase comes at the same point that they reportedly offered Adam Cole a million dollar contract to stay with WWE and come up to the main roster with uh, some creative input. Yeah, um, I mean, no don't get me wrong. In... If you're going to have a guy with creative input come from NXT, he's the one. Mm -hmm. But uh, no word on whether he's going to accept it or not. Um, and I would bet uh, that coming out of his meeting where they offered him the million dollar contract and he said, I'll think about it. And then reading, picking up his phone and reading that some of his best friends just got fired. Wow. Uh, wow. wow. Might, best friends. Might uh, hurt his, his, or might play <laughs> into his decision. Let's just say it that way. Um, you know, I, if, if I'm Adam Cole, I would have seen that and said, you know what? I, I might not make a million dollars a year at another promotion, um, but I won't constantly live in fear of a mass firing of all of my best friends, you know, cause here, keep in mind, Bobby Fish and Adam Cole, uh, formed the predecessor to the Undisputed Era when they were on the Indies prior to NXT. Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole were traveling buddies when they were in Ring of Honor together. Mm -hmm. Um, they go back to pre-NXT. Um, and now, short one of them, 
Kyle O'Reilly, they could regroup on the Indies again and do whatever the hell they wanted. Adam Cole also is best friends, really, really close friends. Maybe not best friends, but really close with friends the with, the, with the elite. Exactly. Um, <sighs> and that's not even getting into the fact that his fiance uh, is currently the women's champion, champion. for uh, AEW. And, and I get it. There are some people who don't want to work at the same place as their significant other. And for every relationship, there's a balance to be had. But, um, I, I think he's right now weighing a million dollars a year with some creative control, but constantly worried that I'm going to get shit canned versus, uh, less than a million dollars a year. Um, but having creative control where I don't have to worry about, not creative control, but creative input, where I don't have to constantly worry about being shit canned. Well, and, Cause, and in a place where 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 history proves creative input will be taken seriously. Yes. So, and it's very short-lived history. AEW has shown that they'll take uh, creative input seriously versus WWE has shown they may say that, but it's pretty quick to get thrown aside. Well, yeah, I mean, we... Now, I know Cesaro didn't get uh, pitched creative input, but Cesaro was ready to leave about a year ago. And uh, they came to him, and they promised him the moon, and they re-signed him to a contract, and he got uh, what uh, some people refer to as the four-month bump, uh, where WWE then puts you in prominent position for a few months, and shows off and says, see, look, we're glad you resigned. Here's your reward. And then mm. after a few months says, okay, now we're done. And then you go back down to the bottom of the card again. Um, or middle of the card in Cesaro's case. He's never going right. to be bottom of the card. But he's not, you know. I mean, just a few months ago, he was legitimately feuding for the championship. Feuding for the championship. And now, is he is he currently even on the SummerSlam card? Nope. The answer is no, right? Will he probably get on the SummerSlam card in Pre-show. some way? But did they put but... a pause on his feud with Seth Rollins to allow Seth Rollins to feud with Edge? Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of giving how how fire would a Cesaro versus Edge match be right about now? Cesaro I'm not a fan special of guest Edge. referee. <laughs> um. I'm a fan of Edge. I think it would be a great match. I don't know if Edge can go quite as hard as Cesaro can right now. Right. And I, if I were Edge, I'd be a little bit hesitant about the Cesaro swing with my neck problems. But you right. know, that definitely um, won't happen. But, but anyway, so that's my worry. If I were Adam Cole, I would be worried about that. I'd be like, listen, I can sign this million dollar a year contract, but here's the deal. Uh, Braun Strowman signed a million dollar a year contract and got shit candy uh, here later. Four months. I four would. Months after he signed months it. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I would only, if I were Adam Cole, I would counter offer. I would ask for more money, and I would ask for a guarantee right away. Like not all of it, but like a good chunk of it. All right, this money now, money, the rest of the money throughout my contract. Yeah, you you could try to structure it that way. I. I would either do that I'd, or I'd try to structure it as a, gar- a guaranteed contract. Like say, listen, yeah. I'll sign this, but uh, but I want there to be uh, I want it to be a 
one year contract or a two year contract uh, or a one year guarantee, you can't let me go. You know what I mean? Or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. Um, which I don't, here's the deal. I don't think Vince McMahon would do it, but that's why I think the, the, the statement, no midgets and no 30 year olds, um, is so weird because while yes, Adam Cole is a hair under 30, he's not that much to be perfectly honest. Uh, he, he is not a tall guy. No. You know, in any way, shape, or form, no one like would five ever... eight. I think far yeah, from he... a tall guy. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> yeah, I feel best, like he's shorter could... than that. Yeah, uh, at best, you could maybe call him average sized. Uh, let's find out what the Wikipedia says. Um, he is. Oh, he is thirty two. He's even older than thirty. So, um, and he is billed at six foot even. And I am going to call bullshit on that. Um, let's see. Yeah, it's definitely not uh, six foot. Let's see what. What's well, 1.83 uh, meters? I don't know. Um, we don't use that. Really? Weird metric up here. Well, we don't this use that either. America. According to Adam Cole. Either way, he's probably like 5'6", five, 5'7". Five, yeah, even Google says he's billed at six foot tall. But here's a picture I'm looking at that is Adam Cole billed at six foot tall. Uh, standing right next to Zack Sabre Jr. also billed at six foot tall. And he is... A good six inches shorter than this. This is where you share the screen. Well, I'm doing it on my iPad. I can't easily <laughs> do that. Damn give, it. Give me, job. Let me see if it says. <laughs> no, no, whatever. It's all good. <laughs> drop to the Mac Mini. Let's see. Ah, technology. Gotta love it. It opened in Safari, y'all oh, darn it. <laughs> the worst thing Mac has ever created, Safari. Although I, I do know a few it. people who... I don't hate it. I'm just... I'm too Google Chrome-esque. I'm just like all about the Google Chrome. I, I like Whatever. Google Chrome better. I don't hate Safari, but StreamYard does not work with uh, Safari. So that and then we will share this screen so you guys can see this <laughs> here picture <laughs> and they're supposed to be the same height two six footers dominating the industry <laughs> they are both billed at six foot <laughs> that's hilarious uh, that 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 is either Zack Saber Jr. is short selling himself and mm -hmm. saying, "Yeah, I I know I'm six foot eight, but can we call me six foot?" <laughs> um, which I do not think is likely. Right. Damn, um, that's uh, that is messed up. Yeah, so it's one or the other. But no, Adam Cole is definitely like 5'7", 5'6", 5'7". 
And so, so to to have this whole thing, where I'm just gonna leave that up on here. Okay. <laughs> I want to make that picture bigger. Just click on the picture. I don't know if it makes no. It's make, it's not a, like a hyperlink. This is Reddit, no? Yeah, it's just Reddit. Yeah, no, that's so it. Clicking it's on it there. opens the picture, but it. That's it. Doesn't do anything. Let's see if I. How's that look? Doesn't even show. Interestingly up enough, Britt Baker's build height is going to go to six foot two. Yeah, as soon as as soon as he shows up. Uh, weren't weren't you weren't you five foot seven last time? Nope, nope. I was always above six foot. Doctor Britt Baker, the six foot machine. But she is tall, no? She's not five uh, seven. She's well, she's built at five seven. However, I would point out, and we're done sharing that screen. She's now. probably one inch shorter than Cole. Yeah, I, I, the the grand scheme of things in America, at least five foot seven is considered actually taller than average for women. A tall woman. Yep. Oh yeah, for sure. And so she's tall. She's <laughs> just not six foot tall. She's right. not, Jade Cargill is probably yeah pushing six foot tall and and uh, fucking what's her name from NWA? Uh, Camille. Nyla Rose is about six two. So. Nyla Rose is six. Oh, Nyla Rose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nia Jax is probably six foot. Yeah. Or like maybe five ten. Yeah. Five eleven, five ten. Yeah. Well. But anyway, that's why I just think it's kind of hypocritical for them to say we're not going to hire those. We're we're going to focus on the stars of the future, and then immediately go to a thirty-two year old, five foot seven person, and be like, "You're the star of the future." <laughs> Well, I mean, this midget proved himself, I guess. Mm -hmm. He already has before they thought of this little no midgets allowed. You know what I mean? I don't know. And and, and Vince is just scared to lose him to AEW, for sure. Adam Cole especially, going to be there with all his friends. That's a big loss. There's another piece to to these statements, though, as to why they did this. That does play out a little bit. Now, granted, verbiage matters. We we want we want larger than life characters. The average male is five foot nine. So let's see if we can get, you know, men who on average are three inches or more taller than that. That's fair. There, the verbiage mattered there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, also, thirty is not the end of a wrestler's career. Ask Triple H. Mm-hmm. And I can probably just leave it at that. Um, well, no, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go on and uh, push it a little bit farther. Um, a, a underused, underutilized, um, almost I'm not quite nobody, um, but at the time not particularly uh, well known uh, wrestler debuted in WWF at the time in 1996 at 31 years old. Um, and his with name, a bald head with, with it. Yep. A bald head. And, uh, his name was Steve the Austin, Ringmaster. 
the ringmaster. <laughs> and uh, you cannot tell me that the better part of his career came after 30. Right? Yes. Um, they one, didn't even hire him until he was One Diamond Dallas Page didn't mm-hmm. train for wrestling. Train. Until he was like 36. 36 is when he went to the power plant. Mm-hmm. 36. Mm-hmm. So, and and no. was a promo guy for four years. Yeah. He was 40 before he wrestled on television. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. the thing. Like, I, I get it. I get the idea. If you're wanting to turn NXT back into truly developmental, then there's a few things that I think you need to do. Number one, you need to just admit that the televised uh, version of NXT uh, failed and just take it off USA Network. Right? Yeah. Um, just admit that it didn't do what you were son of a bitch. And listen, I love watching it, but I love watching it now. And I don't know if I'm going to love watching what they're going to turn it into. Right. True. Because I do not currently love watching main roster WWE. There are moments that I enjoy it, but overall I do not. I don't get how NXT does so little numbers though, to be honest with you. Um, well, a time slot promo promotion is another thing, but time slot, you know, uh, it's again, on Tuesday. It's on what it's Tuesdays, on right? Tuesday nights now. Um, which anytime you change a program's date, you suffer a a drop in it. Um, and if it's a temporary one, then you get it back when they go back to their normal slot. If it's not temporary, um, you you still have that drop, and then you have to hope that people tune in on the previous day. People who had Wednesday nights free to watch wrestling might not have Tuesday night free to watch wrestling. Right. Tuesday night might be the night that they work late at their job or or the, they go into work an overnight, you know, or whatever. Or that might be the night they'd have bowling or dinner with grandma or whatever. You know, there's a lot of things. And so if they had planned their whole week around Wednesday night for, for NXT and uh, and then it turns to Tuesday night, they literally just might not be able to. Um, but on top of it, Tuesday nights aren't a great night for any real programming. It's kind of a mid, kind of a meh night for programming. Mm. Um, it's also the night you go up against American Idol and uh, Survivor, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah, you got maybe way harsher uh, competition just in general. But on top of it, like, this is where I get what they're what they're saying is NXT was different than main roster WWE. And so they weren't getting as much crossover main roster to NXT, right? People who watched Raw, the average person was not also tuning in to watch NXT. Right. Um they they were worse off for it, but they weren't. You and I were tuning in to watch NXT. You and I were tuning in to watch it on Wednesdays and and now Tuesdays. And and if they moved it to Thursdays, we'd tune in to watch it then. Mm -hmm. Um, Because NXT was putting on the best of the WWE program. But the average wrestling fan, they, they had Monday Night Raw circled on their calendar for the last 30 years. Right. Um, Friday Night Smackdown circled on their calendar for a long time even though that one moved around and when you saw when smackdown moved away from friday nights and was thursday nights and was whatever other night it suffered right 
And AEW, people made a big deal about this, but when AEW, uh, when the NBA playoffs were going on and AEW got moved to Fridays or Saturdays, it did almost half the ratings that it currently does. Right? Oh, wow. Uh, okay. I didn't remember know, the ratings. It, but... the, the, anytime you change a, a program's date, the ratings are going to fall. And that's what happened to NXT when they changed the date. Is It just doesn't work for some people. Um, there are other reasons, I think. Um, and some of it might be oversaturation. And some of it might be simply... Um, too much of the WWE main roster product had seeped its way into NXT. You know, last year we had Charlotte come down to NXT. We started, and and at the time, I'll be the first to admit, I thought it was a good idea. Bring Charlotte down to NXT, you know, uh, try to bring some of those raw viewers over to NXT. It'll be great. It'll be wonderful, right? But it didn't work out that way. Um, and the NXT faithful might have gone, eh, yep, yeah, right. this isn't what I want, right? I was cool with her when she was here, but she went up to the main roster and now she's part of that product, you know? Um, they recently brought Mandy Rose back down uh, with absolutely no fanfare. It was like, <laughs> fuck off down to NXT. Um well, she's pregnant, no? So I think they just brought her down there to help out, and then she's going to be bouncing anyways soon. Mandy Rose is pregnant? That is news I have not heard. No? I didn't think so. I thought they were putting her in a program. I feel like it was Mandy Rose. I'll double check. <laughs> so you're telling me Dolph's going to have a baby? <laughs> Uh, that's what I believe I'm telling you, Mandy Rose. Uh, the article that might be, um, confusing you is there was an article that was said... Mandy Rose sent to WWE NXT due to Raw Wrestler's pregnancy, mm-hmm. but I mean, I didn't, I, I didn't read the. I mean, yes. I just remember reading a tweet about it, though. I didn't so, like um, which I guess then she's not pregnant because obviously no. that's that's what it's. Fate. It's uh, Dana Brooke was detected as pregnant, and because uh. That's the rumor. And I'm not even saying I agree, uh, uh, think. But Mandy Rose <laughs> and Dana Brooke were partners. And right. then Dana Brooke... Uh, now I gotta check to see if she is pregnant. Yeah, well, that's what uh, WWF Old School is saying. Oh, yeah. She even had a... Um... A face uh some video i don't know if it's her ig here we go one week like yep. she's one week so pregnant. that's why mandy rose got down there not because she was pregnant but because because her pregnant. partner was pregnant all right my and bad. they were like they were because they were building that's what it was so confusing at the time it's because they were building a feud between them and the tag champions right and then just suddenly mandy rose is like oh i'm down on nxt now um <laughs> 
And, you know, I mean, the simple fact is, if they're not going to hide it, you know, turn the pregnancy into part of the storyline. Have it be Dana Brooke on TV saying, hey, you know, I want to go after these tag titles, but I just found out, guess what? I'm pregnant. And then Mandy Rose can be like, oh, congratulations, all that stuff. And, and looks like I'm going to have to go clean house someplace else or something. I don't know. but Wow, really? Clean house? Clean house meaning beat people I know, up. I know, I know, I know. Still very sexist of you. Also, it's sexist. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Yep. Anyways. <laughs> no. Yep. So, but anyways, my my point is, they obviously want NXT to be more developmental, and if they want it to be developmental, then the the big thing is, development doesn't take place in front of fans. Right. Not as a huge, not as a whole thing. Development takes place maybe in front of fans, but not on TV, right? Um, so you can still have this be the developmental brand and have it have shows, but not don't televise them. If you want it to be developmental, if you're televising it, then it has to be storyline and it has to be real for wrestling. So, um, but I, that's the, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be excited to watch NXT when Take it's over. suddenly just raw 2.0 or, yeah raw minor leagues you know right when it's full of a bunch of lars sullivan's and uh braun Strowman. wow that was nice and insensitive thanks bud lars sullivan is the prototype of what vince mcmahon wants a big man that i didn't care to watch i didn't care to watch him in nxt i didn't care to watch him when he came up to the main roster i made no mention there of his mental health i just said i don't want to watch if it's lars sullivan's and braun Strowman's in nxt right maybe it's because i was going to make an insensitive statement about lars sullivan yeah, we've seen what nxt asshole. as a development developmental does uh-huh. for the main roster with lars sullivan lars sullivan uh-huh. <laughs> so anyway hey. I, the, I am there the the piece to this that makes me excited is is their their plans apparently are to go to a worldwide um developmental network um that was their plans they announced earlier this year but this whole thing is about revamping i don't think those plans are in place anymore i don't think their original plan earlier this year, well, I, actually it was last year because it was pre-pandemic when they announced it, was to open NXTs all around the world, right? NXT Japan, NXT India, NXT, you know, France, NXT Saudi Arabia, whatever. Um, but that was pre-pandemic and pre-this shakeup. I don't think that's the plan anymore. If that I was the plan, I'd be a little bit happier about it. But the plan, the way... because yeah, I've said for a while that I'd like to see a minor league set up. Mm-hmm. The plan, as far as I uh, can see, uh, have, have seen reported, is to go backwards. Is to downsize and turn it back into FCW. Yeah. Uh back into what it used to be which was just a proving ground for the big guys 
where they got taught the WWE main roster way. Because Vince McMahon was tired of the concept of, we hire these people from the indies, and then we teach them to wrestle the NXT way, and then they come up to the main roster, and now we have to teach them to wrestle the WWE way. And so he wants to just start from scratch and not care about the indies anymore, and just develop them to wrestle... So again, why do you get rid of Mercedes Martinez and Bronson Reed with that? Because they've already been tainted. Big. They've already been tainted. Bronson, I don't understand as much, but uh, Mercedes Martinez, it simply comes down to basically what what JLB was saying. Is that age? Is well, she's older, but she also she was an indie wrestler for so long, and so she wrestles the indie style, and they don't want the indie style. They don't want to have to teach away the indie style. They want people to come in and wrestle the WWE style. Um, Which, again, we've said, you can watch a wrestler and you can tell if they're a WWE. It took Matt Cardona a year of wrestling outside of WWE to get away from the WWE style stench, right? And even then... The whole point of his gimmick with him going into GCW was, I'm coming into this. I'm a former WWE guy. I'm exactly what you guys hate. Right. Um, so he's still, as their champion, his whole gimmick is, I'm not an indie wrestler like you guys. I'm a former WWE guy. Right. Um, and so, but that that is why... Like we mentioned earlier, I'm legitimately scared for some of my favorite NXT wrestlers. Johnny Gargano, I'm scared for. Uh, I, I, I don't see him fitting on the main roster. They tried it once and he didn't. They tried it once. And by tried, I mean they put him up there for a couple weeks and said, nah, no. They put him up there with Champa, who he was in a feud with yeah. as DIY. And of course, they didn't have DIY style matches. They had matches against, mm-hmm. you know, um, slow and slow slogging rest holds matches. Yeah. And saying the name Champa, I'm worried about Champa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm worried about Timothy Thatcher. Uh, You're not worried about Timothy Thatcher. You I like Timothy him. Thatcher. Um, he's good. That's he'll, a change. I've always liked Timothy Thatcher. It was JLB who wasn't a fan of Timothy Thatcher. Me, this guy. Yep, I like Timothy Thatcher. Um, <laughs> he's but, a lanky Chris Benoit but I mean the tease. thing with Timothy Thatcher is he'll just fuck off back to England and, and that's it. be happy over there make money there so I'm not worried 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 about him but like Champa Pete Dunne yeah, Pete Dunne yeah, Pete his Dunne. contract is up at the end of this month <clears throat> oh. yeah uh, but he'll do the same he'll uh, go back He'll be able to fuck off back to England and, and right. do that. But Roddy, Roderick Strong, he, yeah. the only thing going for him is he is a little more Vince McMahon-y style, right? He's a built guy. He's he's tall, you know. Master of the backbreaker. You know, all of that stuff. He, he might, but he's not young by any stretch of the imagination. Um, no, but I, I think when they mention that, they're like going forward. We're not mm-hmm. bringing any, you know, like, uh, basically, because look, when was the last time we really saw um, 
Okay, NXT, the last time we saw main major stars go up to the main roster and do something was Flair, Banks, Becky, uh, Belair. Uh, so what? Maybe that was three years ago? The Shield? No, no, no. But well, I mean the most recently one. The most recent would have been Belair last year. It was last year? Yeah. Belair. Oh, this year. Came up, yeah, this year. Within this last year, she just came up, went straight, and won the the championship. But in terms of men, in terms of men, um, probably Matt Riddle. Uh Matt Riddle's the most recent. Okay, yeah, Finn, Finn Balor, maybe. But but I mean, big stars like I'm thinking FCW old school, Brock Lesnar, John Cena, uh, that Batista, Batista. You know what I mean? That's Dave. Yeah, for that for men, for men, the last time that was probably the Shield. Yeah, uh, come up from NXT, and and I use NXT very loosely there. Yes, FCW. They were FCW, and they did not really, for the most part, appear on NXT. I... <coughs> no. And that's what the reports have. They're wanting to go back to, which is fine if that's what they want for. And that's, uh, but I'm just saying. NXT is not going to be NXT anymore, if that's it. Like, you go to the current roster of NXT, and the vast majority of them don't fit that mold. Well, that that doesn't really work because you just shit all over the guy who is that for them with with the Jeff Hardy feud. A guy who's six foot tall. Yeah, six foot tall, I think is what he's build at. Stacked like a mofo. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who in, whose in-ring show is high impact, um, not high risk, destruction, and you just shit all over him with a forty-five-year-old dude. Mm-hmm. But like, you and know, then make I him mean, win, and then make him lose, and then make him win again. Like it's the most stupidest thing in the world. Well, you made him win against an uh, an agile Deeply. big dude who yeah. who could not fit under midget at all right let's see uh and is not over 30 he's not over 30 how old is keith lee 28 29 oh wow damn i'm still using my phone because elon hasn't done his job yet so um oh damn so you know you could look that up it's not like you don't have a computer in front of you that's valid. What was I looking up? How Keith Lee is? Keith Lee, yeah. I'm looking up. He is he is 36. Really? Oh. <laughs> All right, you were I was wrong. I'll Six foot it. two. Thirty-six, that's what he's billed at. Um, to use a phrase that they uh say, black don't crack. So um I'm gonna say that's probably why you thought he was he so looks much young. Yep. It's a valid point. <laughs> I just but, think the chubby guys are like me when they're in their mid thirties. But uh, I'm I'm just saying, you know, if you go to NXT, the their biggest names, uh, their currently biggest names are going to struggle with this whole thing. You know, Roderick Strong, he is right now thirty eight years old. And yeah, I, I get it, though. The concept, they're not going to be bringing in 30-year-olds anymore. But what that means is as they bring in these 24-year-olds to stock it up, these 36, 37-year-olds are going to start 
teaching them. Well, or get in the can. It's not yeah. going to be maybe major, like, big groups of firings. It's just going to be, we hired another 24-year-old, so who's the oldest person we currently have? Oh, get rid of them, you know? Right. And uh, there's going to be casualties that I'm not going to be happy with. But here's the deal. Again, if you want this to be developmental, take it off my TV, right? Because TV is should not be developmental. Isn't that why you they can still have it involved, the, though? Yeah, well, that's that's what part of the the um, rumor that I read was. This was partially going to be rebranding NXT to include the evolved people, which was the young people, um, and then slowly moving all the the old guard NXT either up to the main roster, which still could happen. Like Roderick Strong could go to the main roster and probably be mildly successful. A mid card machine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he could be the, uh, the uh, Cesaro, right? Right, yeah. Who's just always on that edge of the ma- the main card, but not quite. But, you know, then you've got people who do not fit Vince McMahon's mold, like Oni Lorcan. Yeah, he's tall, six foot one, but I I weigh almost, like, nearly nearly twice as much as Oni Lorcan, right? <laughs> That's exaggerating a bit. That's a bit much. I weigh, I weigh at least uh, 60% more than Oni Lorcan. No one cares about your weight, but it's fine. Uh, people care about my weight when they say, excuse me, I'm trying to get by. <laughs> or when they say I look like a fat Conan O'Brien. I don't look anything like Conan O'Brien. His doctor also cares about his weight. That's valid. That's, That's why point. I don't talk to him anymore. It's <laughs> a good one. I get tired of this judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that that's like the main thing there. It's just like I get it. If you want it to be developmental, it, it can be developmental, but move it back to a network exclusive. Um, just take it off broadcast TV. Um, but again, the <clears throat> the NXT that we know and love is dying that's what it comes down to the takeovers that we talk about and and say these are five-star takeovers these are they're dying they're going away the takeovers are going to start being just like the other cards and uh that's why i'm glad AEW exists because the wrestling that i want to see still exists on AEW. is it working damn it Hold on. Trying to get all fancy with us here. No, my bad. Okay, it's working. But uh, I just I am going to have my camera off because I will be having a smoke. <laughs> oh, so I'm here alone now. Welcome no, to You are not here alone. Detective I am still here with you. You're not I'm alone. Take... I'm just making a peanut butter sandwich. So why can't you be on camera? Why can't you show us how to make a peanut butter sandwich? We could be a wrestling cooking podcast. I, I'm going to take this time to turn around. <laughs> nope. It fails miserably because it's blocking the thing. Yep, You can see it there. Just, I just want to point out the great feature that our merch store has. You can buy a shirt like this and personalize it. Oh, can you now? Please, you Marks, sure you tell us more. 
Yeah, you sure can. Like I just said, hey, this is a old style uh, baseball, baseball softball shirt, shirt right? What and better how- way to have it than to have my name on the back? So I just went in there and I just did the clickety clickety clicks. And there I had it say Smarks on the back. Boom. Now wherever I go, people know who I am. Maybe not the best thing. No. Maybe I, maybe Definitely. I don't want that. Maybe you don't but you can that. also get great sh- hats like this. Fake cop, real pro wrestling. It is an actual official snapback, which means as much as I love it, I also hate it. And it seriously did not sound like you said. It sounded like you did. It sounded like you said thick cock. And I was like, what the? F-? <laughs> snapback. It says it right there. Snapback. But, but yeah. Anyways, that that's my thing. It's just we we got so invested in NXT because it was different from the main product. But and can now, it honestly be failing that much though? It, it is failing in what Vince McMahon wants it to do. Um, and that is it's failing in the ratings. Vince McMahon sees it as a failure against. AEW because oh, put it sure. head to head with AEW and it failed. Um, it only beat like out of the last out of the last seventy five weeks that they were head to head. It only beat AEW one week. Yeah. Um, and to Vince McMahon, that's a failure. That's a huge failure. Um, it also is a failure in this respect. It is failed. But he lost to, to WCW for eighty three straight weeks. Eighty three weeks, and then ended up winning, and so I think that's an uh, argument for the long haul. You know, um, that he pulled the plug. He might have pulled the plug too early. Now I'm not saying I think NXT was going to beat AEW uh, necessarily, but I'm saying he didn't wait eighty three weeks to do it. He did it well before then. And if he would have done the same thing with Raw back in the Monday Night Wars, WCW would have won. Um, but the other thing is that it's failing, and this is where where the changes really come from. It's failing in producing the stars that Vince McMahon wants it to produce. Uh, that's not saying it's failing to produce stars. They're just not the stars that Vince McMahon wants. Yeah, because right? he still has to remold them. And then, hey, why am I having them on this brand? Trips, what are you doing? You're my son-in-law, but you know what the hell I want. I want Hulk Hogan's, not AJ Styles. Yeah. And the, the simple fact is, I, I think, legitimately think, that if they brought up the Undisputed Era, as a group, when they were together, right? As a group, brought them up and let them be the Undisputed Era and let them run rampant, um, they would have been stars. It would have been like, it might have just been your next NWO or DX. Mm -hmm. It could have been, right? I believe if he would have let Keith Lee come up to the main roster and be Keith Lee... He would have had a star out of it. Yeah. Um, if he had brought Karrion Cross up and let him be Karrion Cross, he would have brought a star up out of it. The problem is what he's expecting to come up is not what NXT produces. And it's not what the wrestling fans necessarily want. 
um, as a whole. So, the other piece is he's so nervous about creating another Cena mm-hmm. or another Rock or another Stone Cold who 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 can legitimately go. Yep, I'm out. I'm going to move on to my my next stage yeah. in life, and that is something that isn't going to hurt me. Yeah. Um, I got offered a, a part in this movie, and I'm going to make ten million dollars, ten times my annual salary in a six month shoot. Um, and uh, oh, by the way, I've got stuntmen to do all the dangerous stuff for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to yeah. go take that. Um, oh, I got offered a job hosting a game show where I get to just say silly stuff and and uh, make fun of the contestants as they fall on their face. Yeah, I mean, face. the closest he's had to that is The Miz in recent mm-hmm. history. Yep. Um, is still doing it and still coming back on occasion, but um, he doesn't have, he doesn't want that risk. He doesn't want, um, he doesn't want 2003 all over again. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I mean, seen, yeah, but people like Austin, The Rock, uh, Cena, these guys still made him a sh- heck a shit ton of money, though. You know yeah, what I mean? They, so, they sure but did. they stopped making him. A but shit then ton they of stopped, money. and that's yeah. Stone Cold got injured. Wrestling went four more years wrestling, mm-hmm. and finally had to retire. Edge mm-hmm. got injured wrestling, mm-hmm. went several more years, and had to retire. Edge stopped uh, making him money in 2010 or 20, yeah. 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, Stone Cold stopped making him money in 2000, late 2002, early 2003. The Rock stopped making him money in 2003. Trips did not. Mm-hmm. Right. So Trips yeah. gets so, a little more leeway. So HBK he's... stopped making him money for four years and he had to rewrite his script around some bald motherfucker from Texas. Yep. Now, it turned out for the better. But he had to rewrite his script around Stone Cold. And so it and, wasn't what he was planning. Yep. And that's ultimately what it came down to is, is yeah, they made him a boatload of money. But then, not only did they stop making him money, but they left him in a lurch. Because he wasn't, like, they left to go do their stuff or, I don't know, be injured. Yeah, but um, Cena was there for the longest time. Your most recent acquisition. He was there so for much the money. longest time. He was. But the key is you have to have multiples, right? You can't just have one big star, for right? Sure. If if it had just been Stone Cold without The Rock or The Triple Undertaker H, the or Undertaker, Triple H there Kane. or even Mankind or Kane, right? You've got to have a group of, of them. And when right. a bunch of them leave in fairly quick succession there aren't enough like i i cannot stress how much in 2015 and 2016 people were angry because we felt like john cena was being shoved down our throats every week but that's because john cena was the only legitimate star Mm -hmm. on the roster at the time and i use the air quotes because he had other stars he just hadn't made them yet Right. Um, well, and, and, so- and at the same time, he'd recently lost CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Bryan was getting over, and he wasn't supposed to be over. Yeah, and because he was. Batista had just gone on to movies. Yep. And so it doesn't matter where you're at. When you start creating, when you, the, the risk of creating a superstar is a lot of money right now. 
but you may not have a lot of money in the long run. Dave Batista makes really good money in movies. It's not rock money, but he makes really good money mm-hmm. and doesn't hurt himself. Oh, by the way, he wasn't on the main roster till he was 40. Yeah. Let, let, let's let's go down the list of the WWE roster in 2015, right? And I'm going to skip the NXT stars in 2015, and I'm just going to talk about main roster, right? AJ Lee, legitimately a big big star in the women's division, right? Mm-hmm. Alicia Fox, Big E, Big Show, Billy Gunn, Bo Dallas, Booker T, Brad Maddox, Brandy Rhodes, Braun Strowman, <laughs> Bray Wyatt, Brie Bella, Brock Lesnar, Bubba Sorry, Ray. it's allergy season. Byron Saxton, Chris Jericho, Curtis Axel, Devon Dudley, Damian Sandow, Daniel Bryan, Darren Young, David Otunga, Dean Ambrose, Diego. Who the hell is Diego? Ziggler. Diego and Fernando, they were the... Um, Dora's cousin? Yeah, no. They were the... Uh, um, <laughs> they wore the pink mask. What were they called? Okay, they they weren't there for a while though. They didn't last long. They weren't there for a, a super long. Uh, Diego is uh, is now known as Primo, um, but at the time, what was the name of the group? They called them. Anyways, that's the same. Conquistadores? No, that was Edge and Christian. Yeah, never mind. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Dutch Mantel, El Torito. Eric Rowan, Fandango, Fernando, Gene Okerlund was still technically uh, on the roster because he is Goldust, Heath Slater, Hornswoggle, uh, JBL as commentator, Jack Swagger, Jamie Noble, Jerry Lawler as commentator, Jay and Jimmy Uso in their early Uso thing. Spray paint days. Uh, yep. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs, Joe, Joey Mercury, Joey Styles on commentary, John Cena, Justin Gabriel brought up to the main roster for a short period of time, Kane, Kevin Nash appeared, <laughs> King Barrett, uh, Kofi Kingston, Connor, Lana, Luke Harper, Mark Henry, I, 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 the point I'm trying to make, I'm going through this roster, and aside from John Cena, at the time in 2015, it was John Cena and Brock Lesnar were the stars so far, right? All of the rest of these people, Naomi, Natalia, Nia Jax, Nikki Bella, Paige, R-Truth, Randy Orton was still coming up as a star. Road Dog. Roman Reigns. I mean, this would have been Shield, so they would have been building stars there. Uh, Rosa Mendez, Rusev, Ryback. This was during the let's try to make Ryback a star thing. Uh, Seth Rollins, Stardust, Sting technically on the roster before he... Summer Rae, Tamina, Tatanka, Tatsumi (laughs) Fujinami, the Boogeyman on the roster, the man. I love the Boogeyman. Undertaker, Titus O'Neil, Tommy Dreamer. This was in 2015? 
Yeah. Tyson Kidd, this is over the course of the entire year, mm-hmm. right? Xavier Woods, Zach Ryder, right? So, again, you go back to the roster of 2015, there were not a whole lot of stars other than John Cena. John Cena, was he had to be pushed down our throat because there was no one else that had been made into the star yet. Was he the only one who was going to be a star? No. In hindsight, we know Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, Big E all went on to things. Bray Wyatt went on to huge things. Luke Harper became a star after WWE. Um, But at the time, the only people on that roster during that year that were legitimate main roster stars were Brock Lesnar and John Cena. So, of yep. course, he, he kept going to Brock Lesnar and John Cena at that time because he had no other stars to go to. Um, and that 2016, he was in the same point place. Well, let's keep going to the John Cena well. And, of course, mm-hmm. we're getting tired of it at this point because we want to see other stars. But he was so afraid to make anyone else a star because he was afraid that they were going to go off and do something else. And guess what? That's what happens. But here's the deal. As a business owner, a former business owner, I used to have a business. one point, I had 15 employees underneath me. Oh, nothing huge like WWE, I'm not trying to say. But the one thing as a business owner you you need to learn to do is understand that employees will try to move up and if you if they can't move up in your company they will move, move up out. in some other company right oh. and so you need to learn to be happy with their successes if you can't provide them a way to move up then be happy when they're successful elsewhere and here's the deal the rock going off to hollywood has still raised the brand of wwe right still is i'm still I mean... is raising the brand we're looking at probably five hundred thousand views a a night Mm -hmm. if if not for the rock yeah um and so just by having him connected you raise them up as a star you let them out into the world hulk hogan left wwf for other pastors right wcw and yes actually he left for thunder in paradise yeah he left for for hollywood for hollywood and then, oh crap! This isn't paying the bills. Uh, uh, Turner, you want to you give me give me uh, some spots on your TV? What a cop boat! Yes, cop boat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we want a way better name. Cop boat. The series. Oh my gosh, that should totally be a hat. Cop boat. Do, do, do. Let me open my <laughs> uh, shirt ideas. Number 22. <laughs> Something with cop boat. I don't, you can't just do cop boat. Maybe you could. I don't sure know. you can do. I'll probably just do cop boat. The series coming this fall. The series. I mean, if you get enough people looking at your shirt like, oh, I'm interested. Be like, well, you just wait until this fall. Then we start making scripts really quick. I think you could put on there starring Terry Balea if you wanted. I don't <laughs> think he's trademarked his actual name. But 
Uh, now, I'm going to go off on a tangent because we talk about Thunder in Paradise, and there's one thing that has always bugged me about Thunder in Paradise. You guys ever notice how ludicrously large the inside of that boat was compared to the <laughs> yes. outside? Right. People give Doctor Who crap for its whole bigger on the inside thing, uh, but they at least came up with an explanation for it. In, in Cop Boat the series, right, they're on this... They're on this boat, and then they go down. You and can suddenly... put three people on this speedboat up top. Up top, and then but suddenly if you go down under the hole, it was a fucking it's thirty a by thirty room with with computers <laughs> on all ends. It was like it would it would have been a canceled Barack Obama birthday party, man. Like that's how yeah. much space there was, was in there. It was fucking. <laughs> it, it was a bag of holding, is what it was. Oh. That, that was my. D&D reference for you nerds out there. <laughs> Cop Boat, the series, starring Terry Bollea. Mm-hmm. What I need to do is I need to find the Thunder in Paradise font for Cop Boat. <laughs> uh, so. Then you can get your own Cop Boat, the series shirt, and put your name on the back. <laughs> 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 Or your moniker. Either way is fine. Yes. But anyway. You want to call yourself Terry? That's fine. Yeah. You could call yourself Terry. Back you could, up, Terry. You could call yourself. You could name yourself after a Marvel character that's big and green. We can't stop you. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. Or or your favorite set of military heroes in the 1970s comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The heroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Trying to escape. Yeah. <laughs> sure could. Uh, well, we, we have talked for an hour on uh, the NXT and all of that stuff. So let's go ahead and move on because I know uh, DA Fabe said that he had something else he wanted to talk about. Yeah, it, I mean it's 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 in the it's a thread in the same same cloth, um, but it is not the same. Um, I'm I. I, I I think the Adam Cole contract is what really gets me here. Um, so Smarks and I have had this conversation, um, not as Mark Smarks and the events at Cafe, but as as our other as our uh, aliases in real life. As our government names. Yes, as our as our held down oppressed government names. <laughs> um. um but the only motivation for anybody to do something is not just money. And I think Vince is missing that for some very, very odd reason. And I do not for the life of me, understand it. You had a roster cares about. Okay. Thanks for the interruption, bud. You're welcome. You had a roster. Um, first thing that sometimes people care about is being respected. And maybe not interrupted by their co-workers all the time. <laughs> Autonomy, mastery, and purpose. That's the... <laughs> um, and, and that's legit. I mean, at the end of the day, things like your ability to spend time with your family, things like your creative direction. Now, you can't just hand everybody creative because at the end of the day, it means the title is moving to... to um, 
I'm going to use the member of the New Day that I could not see the world title beyond, and that's Xavier Woods. Means you're putting the title on Xavier Woods, following it up by, well, um, this guy is on creatives this week, so uh, this week it's going to be Hornswoggle, world champion. It's going to be Xavier Woods. And then this week it's going to be, you know, pick your person. There are people, Lindsay Dorado. So it can't just be you have utter, complete creative control over your character. Because at the end of the day, that makes a lot of threads without a woven cloth. Um, But there's something to be said for being allowed to be involved in your career path. There's something to be said for um, compensation that matches that matches the input Um, and, and quite frankly, the sacrifice. Um, There was a a point in the new day career when the new day, before they got to resign their new contracts where they were making $50,000 a year or combined after their expenses and everything, they got to go home with $50,000 a year. This is freaking Kofi Kingston, a former intercontinental champion at the time was leaving with a combined total after expenses of $50,000 a year. Now they are no longer doing that, but at some point you compensate them an amount and then you give them the freedoms. Once you're there, I, I, I think I've spoken <laughs> with this with Smarks. Once you're there at the number, at the magic number where you can s- sustain the lifestyle you desire to lead, no longer is money the primary motivator. Yep. And so at some point, that has to play into Vince, and it's not playing in. Um, there is some some level of of creativity that certain people want to use. This would be Daniel Bryan. This is the reason you lost Daniel Bryan, and he went back to his real name, Bryan Danielson. This would be CM Punk who felt disrespected all the time. CM mm-hmm. Punk wanted to be on a damn pedestal. And so at the end of the day, maybe CM Punk just doesn't work. And I'm going to guess that's the real fact. CM Punk probably just doesn't work for most organizations long-term, mostly because he wants to be on a damn pedestal all the fucking time. Excuse my French. I love CM Punk. I just don't, it, it, he doesn't see the whole picture all the time. And he, and he never has. A, a good example is is um, Austin Aries, really. Yeah, all the fucking also, talent wants, in the world wants to be on a damn pedestal, and there's nothing you you simply cannot put a person on a pedestal a hundred percent of the time. It's just not going to work. But money isn't the only motivator either. Mm-hmm. Um, I would venture to guess right now, Seth and Becky are both going. Gosh, it'd be really nice to be home a little longer. Mm-hmm. I've had a kid. I know what it is to go back to work. Yep. It sucks. Um, so to, to your point, we're, we're talking about this. We talked before. I mentioned uh, Dan Pink's uh, book called Drive, The Surprising uh-huh. Truth About What Motivates, What Actually Motivates People. And, and he talks about it's the three-legged stool of motivation. It's autonomy, mastery, and purpose, right? You give someone the tools to do their job and you allow them to do their job with with minimum uh, interruption from management or control by management, meaning don't 
you know, micromanage your employees, right? They'll be more motivated if you allow them control over their working thing, um, which which wrestling for the most part gives, right? Uh, Vince McMahon probably doesn't call every match, right? He doesn't say, okay, do 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 a throw now, do an up and over. Okay, now. Headlock. However, your pieces have advanced to the point where he could get to that point, and that would be really oh, yeah. scary. Please, please, Vince McMahon, don't don't hear that. Um, he does. the The wrestlers have the autonomy to to wrestle the match the way they want. Um, mastery. Um, wrestlers get better. To be perfectly honest, that's probably where CM Punk got the most frustrated, is because he wanted to continue to get better at his craft. And WWE didn't want him to get better. WWE just wanted him to reach a level and stay at a level, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then purpose. And this is the one that I think WWE struggles the most with. Uh, the the ability to feel like your job is making a difference. Like your, your career is making a difference. Um, and I'm not necessarily talking about like the Connor's Cure parts of purpose. Um... But the overall purpose, right? Um, when you look at at um, you look at companies that that really developed a lot of customer loyalty and a lot of employee loyalty, like Apple computers, their purpose for a long time, their slogan was they wanted to be the pirates of the Silicon Valley. They wanted to be be this disruptive force in technology. Uh, what is WWE's purpose right now? 100% to make money. That's not right. a motivating purpose for an employee, right? And we've all worked at companies that, that said, you know, hey, what is our goal? To make lots of money. Mm-hmm. Did that drive you to work really hard at your job? No, right? It does when you're broke. That's about it. <laughs> it personally can help you drive you but but again the purpose of wwe is not to individually make money it's to make wwe yes. money which is a yeah. different thing altogether and yeah. that doesn't drive employees to work harder boss makes a dollar i make a dime that's why i poop on company time exactly um and that's why all and and i'm not gonna go and talk all about dan Pink's i feel like jlb has never heard that before the way he's grinning no like, i have <laughs> i was smiling it wasn't a grin i was like huh. he was smiling because yeah. that's exactly what he does yep um <laughs> uh and and i'd be lying if i didn't say it was the same thing for me you know and and uh da fabe would be lying if he didn't do it at times too you know Oh, um, absolutely. But, yes. We we had a coworker when we worked together who 100% did that. Like, first thing in the morning, he would just come in, clock in, and then go lock himself in the bathroom <laughs> for, like, half an hour. Uh-huh. Oh, it's right about poop 30. Uh-huh. <laughs> Meeting starts at 9. Yep, I know. That's why I'm here at 8.30. <laughs> clock in. Um... But I so, and I'm not going to go. Schemes bejeweled. <laughs> I'm not going to go all into to Dan Pink. If you, if you're interested in this, he does a, <laughs> a, a you can look it up on YouTube. He does a TED talk on it and a and an RSA animate that gives the thing, or you can read the book. It's a great book. Anyways, but in the end, the the whole thing of this is he the research shows that uh, just strict dollar amount salary 
is actually one of the worst motivators for most jobs, right? That the better motivator is to pay your employees enough that money is no longer the factor in their decision making. And then develop a loyalty in some other ways. And that's where, like, you think about AEW, that's part of it there. The people with AEW, their whole thing was we want to create change. We want to be a revolution in the wrestling world. People who get hired by AEW are motivated less by their weekly or monthly or per thing salary than they are about being the best wrestlers they can and being this change in the wrestling world. Um, you know, every every main wrestler in AEW can take independent gigs, right? As long as they don't compete with the AEW um, Working televised, days. you know, <laughs> pay-per-views and all that stuff, events, right? Um, same thing, Impact Wrestling does the same thing. Ring of Honor does the same thing. New Japan and America does the same thing. Uh, major League Wrestling does the th- I mean, all of the other ones. The only of the majors in America that does not allow its talent to work independent shows is WWE. The thing is, that also becomes a great recruiting tool. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think about it. An indie show is what made Chris Jericho join AEW. Going and doing an indie show with Kenny Omega in New Japan while he was still under contract with WWE because he was allowed that creative freedom, he went, met Kenny Omega and went, okay, maybe I'm not a WWE lifer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's the deal is it's, it's, you allow your people to have this mastery and this purpose, right? Um, and that's something WWE struggles with. And it's something that the other ones do. I mean, it's why, you know, I, I know JLB is, Tired of me bringing up Zello Pro that we're going to, and 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 he's um, not a month and a half, and he's not, and he's tired of it and everything. But here's the deal: is there are people wrestling at this that we watch on TV on a regular basis. Right? Oh no, it's exciting for you guys, um, for sure. and it's it's exciting for us for that. But it's also exciting for them. That's the part that I want to point out. These people could just be going to a regular job at wwe where they wrestle for wwe and they have to put their life you know in wwe's hands and their entire schedule is wwe and instead they wrestle for aew or impact wrestling and uh and they get to go and do these other independent shows these zello pros or or beyond wrestling or or i mean whatever show Mm -hmm. they get to go do these independent shows and meet the fans and talk to the fans and yes make some extra money but the major reason these people do it is because it's it's allowing them to extend their craft mastery of their craft you know and 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 their fan base and their fan base right quite frankly drama king matt i don't know if he'd have stayed with wwe if i'd have been as excited to see him in a local show. Number one, there would have been bigger stars there. Number two, I get to meet drama King Matt, And so if he impresses on the one-on-one level, who becomes a drama King Matt fan? Yeah. You know, we're all, both of us are already marks for Jordan grace, but um, now suddenly Aiden English could be, uh, could be my guy, you know? Well, um, I, I'll use another example. Colt Cabana. 
Yeah. If you are if you are strictly an AEW fan, like have not watched any independent wrestling and any of that stuff, all your entire experience with Colt Cabana is what you've seen on AEW. Oh, uh, you don't know what you're missing. Well, yeah, but you Correct. might not you might not be a fan of his, right? Right. Uh, but he comes out at Zello Pro, which I actually messaged back and forth with him this week to confirm that he will be at the Zello Pro in uh Carney in September. Nice. Um, so I'm excited about that. Um, you, these people in Carney get to see him at Zello Pro Wrestle, get to see him deliver a promo, probably, or talk, and, and they get to do a meet and greet beforehand and, <laughs> and all this stuff, and get to see him. Those people are going to be more likely to tune in the following Wednesday to see him on Dynamite, you know? Correct. Because they're like, hey, I saw him at this little indie, and he was, he was a ton of fun. And because it's so loosely allowed, they can do Little Town in Central Nebraska. And then they can also do Detroit, but without tons of other star power there. And they can do. Well, um, they were just in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Literally just last weekend, they were in Milwaukee. Or they can, or they can do the, the promotion in Los Angeles that just does, hey, by the way, we're doing a show today. Yeah. And those are PWG. that's a pay per view, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, those types of things can pop up, and you go, "Oh my gosh, what a great opportunity to 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 meet this guy!" And then suddenly, maybe we become fans of a guy we don't even know at Zello Pro. Maybe oh, we yeah. go and we do a meet mm-hmm. and greet. And we're like, "That dude was cool." I I point to the buy-in for AEW's first AEW pay per view in the very first match with twenty one people. The twenty first person. <laughs> was none other than Orange Cassidy. I'm not joking. Smarks and I each watched at least two to three hours worth of Orange Cassidy matches within the next 24 hours Mm -hmm. because we're like, that dude's entertaining. But you can get that at a local show too. Oh my gosh, I could meet Tommy Dreamer. And you meet Tommy Dreamer and then you get to meet on top of that well, again, I'll say Drama King Matt or Colt Cabana. And you go, oh, my gosh, I really like that dude who I would never have seen otherwise. Right. You know, um, you get for those of us who know Evan Bourne is Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm. That works great. We know, OK, we're going to see Evan Bourne. We're going to see the high flyer. We're going to see all that. But you may very well be, I don't know, 10 years younger than us and have not watched impact so we haven't or uh, aew so we haven't seen matt Seidel, and we go that's evan that's evan born that was oh my gosh did you see what he did in the ring there you don't even have to meet the dude to know that mm-hmm. mm. and you see that and you go matt Seidel, that guy's really cool i wonder where else i can watch him holy crap he's on tv every week yep <laughs> you know well i mean <laughs> a perfect example I, at this upcoming uh Zello Pro, their their Zello Pro champion, I believe he's their current champion, is a guy named GPA. I don't know much about him, right? Good old but, great point average. But he could come on this thing and just absolutely fucking kill it. And then I'm a fan of his for a long time. And if he and shows I... up on AEW, even AEW Dark, I'm tuning into AEW Dark to see it. Right? Correct. Because now I'm a fan of his, right? Right. Um, but like this last this this Zello Pro just over the weekend, right? Uh, Jordan Grace was there. Chelsea Green shows up. 
Danhausen's there. I I would love if they announced Danhausen was going to be at the one in Cardi. Danhausen is a wrestler that uh, I wish I could see more, and I say could see. I, he wrestles for Ring of Honor. I just never get to see it, right? <laughs> uh, but I would love, 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 love to see it. And I know that uh, someone thinks I'm making a big deal about the fact that Hornswoggle, or I guess his name is officially is Swoggle, Swoggle. Is, uh, is officially the general manager of Zello Pro. I was just making a big deal of the fact that you uh, mentioned you admire him. And I do. Much. What? I it's think... Fine. I think you uh, misunderstand. He just didn't put the work in to get tall enough to be for Vince McMahon. Yeah, and that's that's fine. Well, he just got all along by being Vince McMahon's secret child. Right. No, I'm not saying anything in regards to his height or anything like that. I I think you don't understand the word admire. Um, I put when I admire someone, I almost put it to a level of. Almost of it being an idolization, but not quite there yet. Well, but that's, yes. my point. that's not that's not admiration. That's that's more than admiration. That's nearly idolization. That's the difference. Admire. I have I have thousands of people that I admire. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, like that guy that just showed up in the middle. Him. Yeah, <laughs> he admires him sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I admire Chip and Dale. They were the rescue rangers. <laughs> I was like, dude. <laughs> they were the rescue rangers. It's not rangers. this podcast. It's a different one that we do. <laughs> they uh, <laughs> also are right there in front of me, which is why it came out. I also could have said Rocco. I admire Rocco. Because um, there is Rocco. Well, I mean, he is the definition of modern life. Yeah. JLB and... just left. Anyways, um, but so yeah, I mean, it's just like, like I just, I, it, it, it befuddles me, the very concept that that number one, you you can either have fluidity between your brands and some creative control and stuff like that. You can you can give these guys some real motivations, or you can have complete lockdown style. And if you're going to do the complete lockdown style, getting rid of NXT doesn't help. Make it a different brand altogether. It, you're not going to go up to, to main roster. It's not, it's not the product line for main roster. Mm-hmm. It's what 205 Live was, except for they didn't allow those guys to have any character. You know? Right. Yeah. I mean, that's the deal. Yeah, make it... Either make it 100% developmental, if that's what you want to do, but then take it off TV, because development shouldn't happen on TV TV. It should be it should be an extra thing, right? It should or, happen in Kearney, Nebraska. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. turn it into a, you know, you say, we are NXT. We're not part of WWE. We are NXT. We are the place that you see this style of wrestling. Total, nonstop, oh, wait. No, that's it. Yeah. Um, that's a different product. We're we're where the big boys play. No, 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 no. no that isn't that isn't working. That doesn't even fit this anymore. <laughs> we're where the little boys play. Uh, uh, that, that, that kind of comes that, across a little creepy. That doesn't work either. Um, no. Um, Michael Jackson would be happy. Wow. Allegedly. Allegedly happy. <laughs> I wonder. Could we just put out a shirt that just says allegedly? 
<laughs> That'd be it. <laughs> Cop boat, allegedly. <laughs> here, here, I wanna I want to know if we come on. Can, can, can we get together? Uh, just each of us take a picture in this pose. <laughs> right. Uh, I get to be the one at the bottom. <laughs> if, I have if the you, boobs for it. If, if, if you want to be, I, I was figuring JLB at the bottom, but that's. You know, <laughs> Jesus Christ. You, Thanks, you can be Hulk because you're tall. <laughs> I can be, I don't know what that guy's name is. Other guy. Other guy. Um, do I get to wear a bandana with a with a blonde wig underneath? You sure can if you blonde want. Blonde mullet wig. Right. It was either that or this one. I just like the idea. He's, he's celebrating. Can you enlarge it. it? I can't see it. Um. No, I cannot. You can just click on another so. image, technically. Maybe it's a bigger image. Uh, but this, that takes it to... Oh, yeah, that, that totally works. Yeah, yeah I'm done. But I, the, this one cracks me up because it looks like he's celebrating the fact that his boat is on fire. <laughs> Cop boat. Cop boat. We could just get a bunch of randos and do this one. <laughs> sure, sure. I think this Some... is the winner. That one there. Cop boat. Fake cops. <laughs> What is it? Yeah, fake cops, real wrestling. Cop boat. Real, real pro wrestling. Real pro wrestling. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Cop boat. Oh. Anyways. I think next week we sh- our open should be the theme to Thunder in Paradise, but I'm sure we'd have to pay for something for that. Speaking of which, it is midnight, so I'm going to check the chat. Uh, <laughs> nothing so far. I didn't see any I mean, alerts yet. So Why, was it always usually on midnight? Almost it, exactly midnight our time. It was right about then, yeah. Okay. So, got to pay attention to the chats for the next 20 minutes or so. But. So, no, I, I, I just, I'd like to see WWE provide some other, some other, uh, yeah, some other avenues. I think AEW could be the new NWA. I've said it before. I think it, it, I'll say it again. I think if uh, if what you developed was um, one big national brand and then um, <laughs> focused your energies with impact to, say, the Northeast and focused another energy to the Southeast and then focused another you know, market to... Uh, um, probably Arizona, Arizona, California, and then the rest in the West, um, you know, West of the Mississippi, everything else West of the Mississippi. I think you could really open up quite, quite the, uh, the feuding territories. And, um, I think we would all watch that more often. I think you could do a Saturday morning show, which Smarks would juice over for that. I mean, he'd take steroids to watch a Saturday yes, morning I show. Yes, I sure would. <laughs> yes. I'd just, I just—I wouldn't even inject it. I'd just drink it. <laughs> a Saturday morning, a Saturday morning Todd Pettengill, a Saturday, Saturday morning Todd Pettengill style 
uh, recap for the week. Um, mm-hmm. That's actually what got, I think, both of us hooked on professional wrestling. I know it's what got me hooked on it. I'd never watched it in the evening because my parents didn't let did, We only had one TV. I know it's crazy to think back in the 90s. Did you have to do this? Uh, that would have been mid-80s, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hey, come here and change the channel. <laughs> I was a remote control at one point in my life. Move the ears. Yeah. We had cable, so we didn't have to move the ears, but we did only have it in one room. So. Hey, come here. <laughs> I don't know what you're watching, but it's time for me to watch Jeopardy. <laughs> but Saturday morning, you know, once once we had cable and once uh, Saturday morning was the thing, you know, watching a recap show, I was like, oh, this is way better than Ninja Turtles. That storyline's kind of gotten a little dry. Yeah. I was also, you. you know, Ninja Turtles. Was I was like awesome. eleven, so Ninja Turtles was losing its ire. Fine, that's fair. <laughs> but, anyways. But yeah, no, I, I, this whole thing this week with, with, I, like I said, I'm not angry about the people who are cut. They're, they're all going to land on their feet. Bronson Reed's going to go off somewhere and, and you, I mean, I personally am not a huge Bronson Reed guy, you know, right. I said it before. He doesn't, but he's not him. wrong when he says he's one of the top 15 super heavyweights in the, in the mm-hmm. world. But I mean, the super heavyweights is, aren't that great. So, <laughs> Well, but he um, he could go immediately to Impact Wrestling. And... Hey, look, it's our pose. Yeah, right there. Smarts, clean up. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to go this way. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh. We could even just do it right there and take a screenshot. <laughs> and then the, Photoshop the... us all closer to each other. And just... yeah. the, the tough thing with that is knowing which way to turn. Because, like, I want to turn this way. Oh, wait, no, that's not the right yeah, way. Oh, in uh, which case, way. we're making out, which is... I mean, <laughs> I mean it's... Nothing that hasn't happened before, buddy. Yeah. We just didn't want to put it on a t-shirt. <laughs> that beard one love. saves for our OnlyFans. This is beard love. But... I'm going to move to this one, because I like it's all good. <laughs> Um, oh, that, that, see, as you, as you but, lean over, then we're kind of beard loving right now. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go the other way and beard love with JLB. Go on. Oh, he got deep oh. into it. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he just, he just went up? neck deep into that beard. Uh, love. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. If you I mean, they're going to land a, on their feet. A, 30 second segment for YouTube. That's the one right there. Beard love. Um, and hold on while I put beard love down on my t shirt. <laughs> <idea. laughs> but uh, beard love. That would probably sell. Allegedly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. That reminds me of the episode about three months ago when I kept pissing off some marks by saying allegedly. <laughs> allegedly. And you made a tweet about it, too. You pissed him off so much. I was like, oh, I think that was your last tweet. <laughs> I think my last tweet was uh, the amazing talents of one. Um, 
No, allegedly it was after the evolution. Yep. Yeah, evolution. Sure Might have to go make a tweet about beard love tonight. <laughs> they could they could reach oh my gosh, I just realized the the avenue for for um Bobby uh Bobby Rude. Beard money. You combine him with Eric Rowan, you bring Eric Rowan back because he's desperate for money now. And you have Bobby Roode be the money and Eric Rowan be the beard. Beard I'm money. So, I'm so, surprised AEW hasn't picked up Eric Rowan actually. Like as a whole uh, he's not that good. Mm. Yeah, I though he's he's one of those that is really best in a faction. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, well AEW is good with those. Yeah, and that's why, that's why the whole things uh, with, um, with Bray Wyatt, whatever Wyndham Rotunda, whatever name he decides to do, that's why so many of them have him reforming a, some sort of Wyatt family and having Eric Redbeard as part of it, because yeah, he's not enough to carry by himself, I think, but. Mm. Um, you don't think Bray Wyatt can carry something by himself? No, Eric Redbeard. Oh, okay. It's not enough to carry something by himself, but Bray Wyatt could carry something. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was June 9th that you posted allegedly. Um, you actually checked this yeah, out. I decided oh I wanted to. I wanted to be now June 2nd. He uh, posted the about thing. Uh, uh, no listening to Mister Zach Morris. Um. And, an investor, uh, an investor, and um, uh, May nineteenth. Uh, this is why I think it's funny. Is he posted a big thing about? Look at this. Uh, historic for the first time in WWE history, three Australian superstars all hold championships after Bronson Reed captured the NXT North American Championship. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how things change! That definitely didn't age well. But in the end, no. Uh, like I said, Bronson Reed will land on his feet. He'll go to. He could go to Impact Wrestling, and I mean, cause they've got some big guys there that he could. Uh, and, well, I mean, he he's not as agile as Moose. No, but 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 they've still got. But in terms of the super, um, they definitely have Ace more of a Romero. of a landscape for the super heavyweight. Mm-hmm. So, um, or he could go into a place like NXT, not NXT, uh, NWA. <laughs> he could. He could go into NXT. He could go into a place like Be NWA. A North American champion there. Uh, yep. He, he could go to NWA and become their new television champion. Uh, because did you see who became the new television champion for NWA no. the other day? No, but I bet you're going to tell us. Uh, he, I swear he to God, if it's an obscure name i'm gonna smack you oh it is not uh i will be in omaha uh, this week uh, <laughs> i'll come to your work and nwa television championship was just run by tyrus god i thought he was doing stuff with fox news still he was doing stuff with fox news um <laughs> And uh, just showed up. And won their TV title, huh? And won their 
Why am I not remembering Tyrus? Uh, uh, you oh. might remember him more as Funkasaurus. Yeah, Funkasaurus. Oh, okay, yeah. Valid. Um, There's a Funk Dactyl still in WWE. Yes. Her name's there Naomi. Is. Yep. Yes, yeah. it is. Um, but even more than that, um, if you, if you, he, uh, I, I want to make sure that I don't sound like I'm fat shaming because I am a fat guy, um, and everything. But let's just say he has not been keeping himself in the best of shapes. Oh, really? Round is a shape. Yeah. Um, so is so is eggplant. And that's really a little bit more uh, close to his current shape. So he looks like a penis. Um, no, he's he's just he's it's the like the emoji uh, they use for, for penis. It, it is the emoji, <laughs> but in this case, he's he's just littler up here, and then really big down here, and then littler down there. Whoa! Um, you saw down yeah. there. He wore a singlet. You can't. Beard love. <laughs> I, love, I love the uh, the defensive nature of that. He wore a singlet. I could not. Seriously. Uh... <laughs> but but so Bronson Reed or whatever name he wrestles under outside of WWE. Uh, could go in there and just beat the tar out of Tyrus, and I wouldn't have a problem. Um, Most weeks, Tyrus is on Fox News, and Sparks doesn't like Fox News. I mean, in in defense, I'm the conservative of the group, and I don't like Fox News. So, in, in fairness, I don't. I didn't like Tyrus long before he was on Fox News. That's true. Yeah, that's, that's true. You long. were not a fan. You were not a fan of the fun, Funkasaurus Rex or. Uh, yeah, he's. I enjoyed him when he was with Alberto Del Rio. I really did, as the, as the powerhouse muscle behind Del Rio. Yeah, that was all right. That was not bad. But when he went on his own and did his funkalunky craziness with yeah, his funkadactyls, no, no bueno. It was almost like it was a script that Vince wrote. Oh, my. I, he's like, I, I don't, really have don't to need to define which Vince because both of them would have written that crap. <laughs> you know, yeah, pretty much. But so, but that's the. I mean, those people like Mercedes Martinez will be fucking fine, right? In fact, I would not be surprised if she didn't already put feelers out to AEW because AEW tried to hire her before she signed with NXT. Here's the better um, question. Is it less than 90 days? Well, 30 days for her. 30 days for NXT. Yes. So 30 days, she'll be at that. I, I can almost guarantee she's at that pay-per-view. The all-women's pay-per-view that Mickey James is uh, mm-hmm. is managing. Or at least is the face of. Right. Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't Which this week got Zelina, or uh, Melina Lopez, uh, Perez, Melina Perez, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um. She's going to be the one who faces Deanna Perrazzo. Kind of jacked about that. Yep. She also you made made appearances in Impact Wrestling as a someone's mystery partner as well. Anyways. Who did? Yeah, no, that, that women's, uh, all women's pay-per-view is shaping up to be something kind of fired up. Yeah. When is that supposed to be? So that's, I guess, in 30 days or more. 
I'll get you the exact date. That's a really smart marquee because right now, the thing that most people would say WWE has going for it versus all the other product lines that, that they hands down do better than all the other product lines um, is women's wrestling. Um, if that pay-per-view goes off without a hitch and it's phenomenal, that's going to change the entire landscape of things. And I think that's the purpose of this pay-per-view is to say, um, no, nah, women's wrestling is good elsewhere too. August 28th, that's going to be too close for her to be there. Uh, Dang it. In Dang that, it. Uh, for that 30-day no-compete. So she'll miss that. However, again, you know, and we've talked before, TK doesn't like to uh, tamper with contracts, and so he's probably not reaching out to anyone directly right now. But uh, Mercedes Martinez, I guarantee you, she sent out feelers to Impact and AEW saying, hey, listen, you know, I know you offered me a contract before I signed with NXT, you know, is that something that might be still an option for everything? And AEW would be kind of silly to not give Mercedes Martinez a shot, you know? Yeah. I wish she would have signed with them from the beginning. Right. Um, but, uh... She could head back to ROH pretty easily right now with them yeah. revamping their women's division. Yeah. Uh, Tyler Rust will probably land somewhere. He might have to go to the Indies for a while. Um, trying to think of anyone else that from that list that honestly, those are the three. Uh, Leon Ruff will go names. back to to uh, Ring of Honor. Here's the deal: is every yeah. single one of them. The one thing that we can say: every single one of them, their connection to. Uh, NXT will elevate them for bookings in other places, right? Sure. For um, sure. And they won't so put a Braun Strowman price tag on it either. No. Um, they will not. Ports have it. Braun Strowman is uh, a little bit... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Humble. Fe- a little bit humbled. Yeah. Feeling like he uh, is sorry that he alienated some friends with some of the words that he said last year. Um, not humbled enough to, you know, accept less than 20 grand for uh, an appearance, but, you know, sort of humbled. By humbled, but, you mean humiliated. Yeah. Yeah, straight up. But, anyways, I, I just I mean, think... Go ahead. I was, no, I mean, finish your thought, because I was just going to mention my crime, I guess, as well, if anything. Well, I just think, you know, they'll land on their feet. They'll probably all maybe not be better off financially from it, but be better off emotionally, I would bet. I mean, I I point to uh, John Moxley. Uh, after he left WWE, it is very clear. Watch any John Moxley match from his run in AEW or any of the ones since post WWE. He is enjoying his life so much more now. He enjoys being in the ring so much more now. Mm-hmm. Um he enjoys the matches he puts on so much more now. And that's not just saying with AEW. That's when he his New Japan matches. That's his indie matches. That's his 
you know, anything he does, he's so much happier now. And these people will all probably land on their feet and be happier. Maybe not financially as secure, but be happier career-wise, I would bet. Um, but, okay, go ahead. Do you think Moxley ahead. has a mask I can borrow while this Delta variant's going around? Mm. Say a gas mask. <laughs> maybe a gas mask. Maybe, a gas maybe, mask maybe something you wore in a promo. Yeah. Well, you'll just have to go to his doctor and get the shot. In his butt. <laughs> you know, they didn't offer me the COVID shot in my butt. I just, I'm a little upset about that. They only put it in my arm. Mm. Jerks. Bastards. Anyways, JLB, what is your crime? No, honestly, my crime was just more so... Um, I had another one, but I had two of them. My crime was just more so them dropping the ball with Adam Cole. We saw that WWE had fired the individual who was looking after Adam Cole's contract and did not notice the bump. In They, for some reason, thought his uh, his contract was only ending in 2022, of, of summer of 2022. But ultimately, uh, it had expired. Cole was good enough to uh, say, look, I'll extend the contract until after SummerSlam or until SummerSlam. And uh, now they're just in this whole negotiation bag that I feel won't get... Like, I feel Adam Cole is going to be the ultimate successor out of this. Because I really think Adam Cole is gonna rather would rather just go to AEW. Um, I I was just gonna say Adam Cole is one of my commendations for this week, um, mm-hmm. because he handles this situation like a fucking rock star, um, in every way, shape, or form. Even if he resigns with WWE, he handled this like an absolute rock star. He, did he didn't everything. leverage him for money. Yes, he leveraged them for money. But even more than that, here's here's the thing. He didn't leverage him for like $300,000 for one match. Yeah, no. But here's, here's where really the rock star behavior, in my opinion, right? He agreed to extend his contract through the end of SummerSlam, right? I said right. all that. But part of that agreement, reportedly, was eating up his no-compete. Right. So if he doesn't re-sign with WWE, immediately following SummerSlam, he is free to book someplace else. Nice. Period. Right? And that's absolute rock star. Right? I mean, the the last time we saw someone do this was John Moxley. Right, mm-hmm. it's like I'm letting my contract expire. I'm gonna go do other things. I'm gonna go film a movie in Hollywood. All that stuff. Psych. I'm appearing at Double or Nothing, or All Out. <laughs> all Out. Anyways, the Psych. That's where I'm gonna be. Tricked you, tricked you, ha ha. Um, but the difference is, Adam Cole isn't even having to hide this, right? Like. He may very well be going somewhere else. He can't say that he's going somewhere can't else. But... Say that he's going somewhere else, but uh, SummerSlam is what is it? Saturday the twentieth, right? Yeah. Um. So he legitimately, if he does not re-sign with WWE, he legitimately could walk out on AEW the following Wednesday, right? They could pump us up to think that it's CM Punk. 
and have it be Adam Cole. That honestly would be maybe even a better surprise. <laughs> oh, hands down. I, 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 I remind you, CM Punk has not wrestled um, on television in 10 years. Yeah. We've it. seen what that looks like, Edge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, maybe I, I think the Chicago crowd would still be pretty. Oh, I, I think CM Punk <laughs> would be good. I just think that if I, if I'm building a roster right now and it comes down to, I have money for CM Punk or I have money for Adam Cole. Oh, okay. Get Adam Cole. I take the, I, I take the CM Punk one night contract and I tell Adam Cole, Hey, Go enjoy your family. I'll pay you in six months. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> AEW Dynamite on August twenty fifth in Milwaukee. Adam Cole could just walk out. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or At, hell, AEW Dark August twenty fourth. Yeah. The the only They're reason I don't dark. say dark because they film Boom. those in advance. Um. Current. Yes. So, they could film it on Monday night. Well, they they normally right now film it after Dynamite or maybe after Rampage, but both of those would be before his contract is up. But it could just be a JLB vignette. Yeah, it could be a vignette. Dark. He's got a point there. Mm-hmm. It could be. <laughs> but I, if, you think, if... You think the real story is CM Punk coming here? No. It's Adam Cole, baby. Mm-hmm. Boom. Which he might not be able to use. Boom. Bullshit, that, he used it before he was a WWE. Oh, geez. Um, that brings us to, I guess this this could is more than a misdemeanor, but it's at least something. Chelsea Green? Chelsea oh Green. Uh, so, Chelsea Green um, is having to fight WWE over her own name. Which is a similar situation to what Keith Lee found himself in. The difference is Keith Lee is still employed by WWE. Chelsea Green is not. Um, It's also complicated a little bit. Uh, As part of the patent filing, not patent, the trademark filing that WWE filed and the updated that they filed on it um, was a letter signed by Chelsea Green giving them permission to use the trademark of her name. But it's important to note that the letter included the phrase, while I'm still under WWE employee. So Um, then they got no, they got no mm -hmm. hold on that then. But they have lawyers and they will pay. Yeah. The the thing it comes down to that letter that part of the letter might not be the legally binding part of the letter, right? The way laws are working, and I'm no no lawyer, but the way laws work, that could be that the the only part of that letter that's legally binding is I grant them permission. Um, but the same thing could happen to Adam Cole, baby. He could leave and find that he cannot use that name because. And he would, I, I 100% think he could fight that and win, you know. Um, he could Is that go, his actual name? Um, I was actually going to look it up. I thought it was, but I wanted to look I don't it think up it just is. to make sure. I would, I don't have my... Uh... It is not. Austin Jenkins is his real name. 
Oh, but no. he did use Adam Austin Cole. Jenkins. Yes. Baby. Baby. <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. God damn it, Leroy. Do you even know what I'm referring to? Nope. I do. Oh, yeah, I know. I know Fabe <laughs> does. It is one of the most famous viral, early viral videos online. Um, and it was likely faked. I, I haven't ever looked into whether it's been confirmed faked or not. It was likely faked, but it still was, was phenomenal. It's this group of people playing World of Warcraft online, big MMO. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they're planning a dungeon raid. And they're all sitting around outside, you know, outside virtually, of course, you know, their mm-hmm. little characters. Are, and they're planning their dungeon raid. And they're like, okay, you're going to stand back and, and cast healing spells and all that stuff. And and uh, we're going to focus our attacks this way on this person, this creature or whatever. We're going to do all things this way and, and uh, being really nerdy about it and everything. And then one of the characters who previously was showing away from... Uh, away from keyboard and everything, just suddenly gets up and says, all right, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! And runs into the, uh, <laughs> the thing. And the rest of them are like, did he just, God, God damn it, Leroy. And they go in after him and then just get absolutely <laughs> annihilated by the monster in the in the thing. I'm like, God damn it, Leroy. <laughs> God damn it. Nice. Good old Leroy. Uh, Leroy is the type of person you want at a party. Those other ones, no bueno. Yeah, sit around talking about nerdy stuff. (laughs) But like pro wrestling. Yeah, like pro wrestling. (laughs) Freaking Uh, nerds. Nerds. Uh, So I wonder. (laughs) I wonder. Could be like Matt Matt Cardona, you know. I remember when I was 10 years old and I was a fan of professional wrestling and I watched and all that stuff. And then, you know, I... Started doing pretty. something about it and making myself a good wrestler and had sex. Now I'm actually starred. I, uh, I mean, I he's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's I wonder if Adam Cole would get angry if I created a shirt that looked like a World of Warcraft raid and just had a character getting up. All right, let's do this. Austin Jenkins. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if he has that trademarked. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on the record and say, uh, uh, Adam Cole, Mister Bebe, if I may, um, if you leave WWE and find that you cannot use Adam Cole anymore because they dicked you over on the trademark of your name that you used long before you came there, um, you have my permission to to uh, do the Leroy Jenkins, Austin Jenkins thing. You don't even have to give me credit. Yeah, yeah, we we will love it. Mm-hmm. Everybody will laugh. It will be good. Yeah, especially if that's your theme song. Like, can, <laughs> can, can you imagine? You know what's going on? Lights go out. What's going on? Who's going to show up? And then all of a sudden on the on the jumbotron. All right, let's do this. Austin Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> then out comes Adam Cole. Uh, that will definitively get a commendation. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I will put that. I will lead the show with the commendation for that if that happens. <laughs> 
But yeah, no, the the misdemeanor is God damn it, WWE, why you gotta dick over your own wrestlers this way? I mean Yeah, that that's goofy. Like uh, it's spite. That is pure and simple, nothing pure else. Spite. spite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and, and more specifically, fight for a person you fired. Like yeah, they didn't that quit. You fired. She's no also going to talk about it. She's also going to talk about it on her podcast tomorrow. So I'm very curious what's going to go on there. What exactly she's going to mention? Because how much can you mention if you're in a legal battle, though? So most yeah. worried on that front too. But I mean, in the end, she will probably in the end win the legal battle. It's the same thing. Keith Lee will probably win because a she can show prior use of it because she used it all her life um but b (laughs) um it's her legal name and the trademark office has repeatedly like with keith lee that was one of the things they filed to trademark his name they did not get approved the the filing yet because part of the approval process the trademark office says it's his legal name. You need him to sign off on this. And he did not sign off on it, right? Um, so we're going to bury his ass. With her, they could rule that her letter was her signing off on it. But again, the fact that her letter specifically says, while I'm employed, while I'm working at WWE. Um, and she is no longer working at WWE. That's it. Therefore, the letter should be null and void. But, but I'm no lawyer. I wonder if I submit that to Legal Eagle if he'd do a video on it. I'm no lawyer. No. You ever watch Legal Eagle? Huh. No. It's a YouTube channel. They, he does TikTok videos as well. But he's a lawyer who just analyzes legal cases. You know, and talks you know about ever him. since you became a detective, I feel like you're doing even less work. I feel like all you're doing is watching YouTube. Uh, that is called detective work. Thank you very much. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's some I'm hardcore investigation right tracking there. Tracking down leads. Right. Yep. I think I just, I'm, gonna, I'm not doing them as a beat cop anymore. I've got to... I've got to keep up with the cutting edge technology. Yeah, I'm going to talk to the commissioner about this. You can talk all he wants. It's in my job description. <laughs> Literally, watch, watch YouTube. YouTube videos <laughs> daily. As long as they're tangentially related to wrestling. They're also tax write offs. <laughs> as business investors. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I could. I could write off. I could write off Peacock. Mm-hmm. Business expense. Yeah. That's you could wonderful. also write off other cock, but that's that's beside the point. As long as it's a business expense. <laughs> like poppycock? Possibly. You could write off nuts. Like these nuts. <laughs> I was a 90s kid. Ooh. Was, was yep. It shows. Yeah. Got he. Got he. That was anyways, the thing here. Uh, so I just, this whole Chelsea Green thing, and yeah, you know, I guess it could affect that. I mean, the simple fact, it could affect a lot of these 
released wrestlers. Like, it's not going to affect Bronson Reed because he uh, was a not with WWE long enough. Um, yeah, basically, he got he got visibility exposure. That's it. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, WWE. The one that you could trademark his name and it wouldn't make a dang bit of difference. You didn't do, but, but that also was the WWE name assigned to him. So yes. he'll wrestle under his real name or whatever name he wrestled before. It looks like he used to wrestle under Jonah Rock or J Rock. Um, so you could go back to that. Um, Leon Ruff, it could affect because he wrestled as Leon Ruff before he came to WWE and then gets let go and. <laughs> Uh, if WWE had filed trademark for that name while he was there, it could cause trouble. Uh, Bobby Fish, same thing. How if much WWE fish could a Bobby had, Fish fish if a Bobby Fish could fish fish? Bobby Fish while he was there, he might find himself uh, in a little bit of issue there. I don't know if that is. He'll just change his name to Roboito Shark. It is his real name. Well, sort of. Robert Anthony Fish. So theoretically, WWE could take him over and and have trademarked Bobby Fish. But since it's his real name, he could fight it. But he also probably could just say, well, I'm not Bobby Fish. I'm Robert Fish. That is a different name. You know, the the interesting thing is, is they act as though it affects things still. Here's the deal. It hasn't affected things for 20 plus years. I'm not joking. I said, oh my God, that's Razor Ramon when he showed up on WCW. Yeah. Oh my God, that means Diesel's coming. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But in fairness to that, that's why Titan sued WCW is because this is is our He's using his Cuban accent. Mm -hmm. Which is why he had to get rid of the accent and... Uh, but they're like, yeah, he's he using the Razor Chico. Ramon character. He's like, he's not. He stop saying Chico. Uh-huh. That's it. In, instead, he said, one more for the good guys. Yep. Survey says. One more for the good guys. Anyways. And so I, I just worry about, you know, I mean, this, this is just a dickish move for no reason, right? It's just, it's hey, petty. Yeah. We can trademark your name, so we're gonna. Um, the simple fact is, once that wrestler no longer works for the company, they should just release any trademark. Uh, for... Did they do that shit to John Cena? No, they didn't do that shit to John Cena. Um, you know, to be perfectly honest, they probably trademarked his name for wrestling uh, appearances. But who knows? Maybe. I mean, this is WWE as of right now. I I said if if I were Chelsea Green, though, I would immediately start researching whether they actually had ever trademarked Vince McMahon, because I could see them have, having not trademarked Vince McMahon because it's his just his name. And why why do I need to trademark my actual name? It's a, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so if I were Chelsea Green, I would file a trademark for Vince McMahon if I if they hadn't. Already That'd be hilarious. Him. And said you're going to trademark my name, I'll trademark yours. <laughs> oh Jesus! And the petty boat mobile just keeps going. <laughs> well, when you're just doing it as a petty as a petty move, anyways. I mean, yeah. fire, fire with fire. It's valid. It's a lot of money, though. Yeah. That's the only issue. Oh, 
I'm confident she can get a few other wrestlers to throw in a bone or two. That's valid. Oh, <laughs> oh guess who just trademarked Paul Levesque? <laughs> I don't know. You, you you want Paul Levesque WWE? You give me Chelsea Green. That's the way it goes. Yeah. Stephanie McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I'll show up at some other promotion and go by the name of Stephanie McMahon. It's fine. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Heck, I would love to see Chelsea Green wrestle as Paul Levesque. <laughs> Even better, John Paul Levesque. Go back to the WCW days. The only reason I worry that now, there's every chance that they didn't continue it, but I, I would be betting that WCW trademarked that name. Um, and then when WWE bought him out, they would have inherited that trademark. Um, so that probably is taken, but but you would have to you would have to renew that at a certain you would have to renew it so they might have just let it go um i would bet 100 percent that they did not keep the trademark for terra ryzen (laughs) chelsea green now wrestling under terra ryzen and it actually makes more sense yeah But it's just just have have WWE or former wrestler after former wrestler just all of them go in and file trademarks on different mm-hmm. personal Bruce Pritchard. Yep. <laughs> just yeah, their real names. Just go after their real names. Yeah, coming to the ring. Bruce. You want to have Pritchard. the trademark for Brother Love? That's fine. But I got your real name, Bruce Pritchard. Right. Yep. <laughs> John Laurinaitis. That is my name now. Paul E. Dangerously. No, don't gotta get Paul Heyman into this. Poor Paul Heyman. Wouldn't matter. I wonder if he's related to John. Tony Khan adopts a brother and names him Nick and spells his last name differently. <laughs> it's just it's just jerk move. That's why it's it's more than a misdemeanor, but it wasn't quite enough to be our one of our main crimes tonight. So Yep. Um, but again, Shane comm- McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> commendations though. I still, Adam Cole's my commendation. He just fucking rock starred that whole thing. Cause if he doesn't resign with WWE, he can walk into any, I mean, he could walk into impact if he wanted to, or ring of honors tapings the, the following day. If he wanted to, that's a yeah. rock star move. Um, and if he does resign, he gets himself a million dollars and some creative control. Um, that's also a rock star move. Um, however, my advice to him, if you do resign with WWE and get that million, uh, paycheck, um, invest heavily that million dollars. Yeah. And make sure it's Um, guaranteed, like, regardless what happens. Yeah. It's not like, not not just a downside guarantee, but like a, Mm -hmm. I'm going to get a million dollars. That's it. At least a one year guarantee. But in the end, again, Invest, diversify, so that that money continues to work for you. I I would not be after. surprised to see him say, "Well, you can't dick me over now because hmm. I can, I can immediately go somewhere else." And they're offering me seven hundred thousand guaranteed, so I'm yep. going to take that because that could very well, on WWE's behalf, be a eight hundred and thirty three thousand or eighty three thousand dollar a month for four months. 
um, fuck over of Adam yeah. Cole. They could be, yeah, they very well could that. be going, okay, well, we'll have you wrestle for a month and now you're fired and now you got 90 days. So it's going to cost us, you know, just short, well, about yeah. $350,000 to guarantee that this you're just guarantees you months. don't show up to AEW until at least next year, you know? Yep. Yep. And, and, and again, you show your colors by trying to trademark people's actual freaking names. Yeah. Completely so that's why it. people go, I don't trust you. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> but, I mean, otherwise, uh, kudos, commendations to AEW for fourth straight week of over a, a million viewers. Um, this week was actually more impressive because it didn't have, like, the big shock factor matches or things like that um i'm 100 percent certain that there's a certain number of those million that are just sitting there going is this going to be the week for daniel bryan is this going to be the week for cm punk there's at least some of it i'm also betting uh there's a fair amount of those that are just like i'm fucking sick of wwe i'm gonna check out this competition you know i i I don't and for the life of me i do not understand how you can think that that there, yes, there is no such thing as bad publicity, except for a lot of it. And then there is such a thing as bad publicity. Well, I mean, in the end, bad publicity or good publicity, if your ratings continue to to decline and you don't do anything positive to change that, then, you know. Yeah, but isn't Raw still getting like 1.8 million or something? It was it It came up the last couple weeks, but it was down to 1.4 less than a month ago yeah um, beard love beard love <laughs> beard love yeah um, sorry yeah, you lean just enough <laughs> i'm gonna find the exact jlb is like intentionally like i'm not like, even gonna lean over no. No, no, no no i'm going farther away. farther away there will be no digital beard love on me anymore. <laughs> I'm all beard loved um, out. So yeah, the, this last couple of weeks they were at the 1.8 million. Um, but uh, that's a that's down from overall from year to over year. Uh, but b, right. you know that means they're not even doubling AEW's ratings, right? This is the brand that's been around for 40, 50 years, right? And they're yep. not even doubling the upstart brand's ratings. Um, Very true. But, you know, just, uh, let's see. Not too long ago, they were down like 1.4. Uh, back in, uh, let's see, July 5th, 1.4. June 28th, 1.5. That 1.8 from this last uh, time uh, is... They run significant risk here in about a month when NFL goes to Monday night or opens up Monday night Raw Mm -hmm. or Monday night uh, football. Monday night football, yep. Yeah, um, um, they will get beat for for eighteen straight weeks. In twenty nineteen, they averaged two point four million per episode on Raw. So in just two years, they dropped eight million. Um, uh, not eight. Not eight hundred thousand. Eight hundred thousand. Yeah, what I meant to say. 
2017, they were over 3 million per episode average. Right? Wow. So in four years, they've halved, more than halved their average. And again, all it takes is Monday Night Football coming back. Mm-hmm. Yep. That could, I mean, they may have dropped significantly last year. Well, that's the COVID, other thing to keep in COVID mind. COVID may is... have saved their ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, keep in mind, uh, so much of it is a large percentage of their, their demo um, in every week is that above 50. Like, they might have 1.8 million viewers, but a large chunk of them are 50 plus. Um, that's not the demo that they're looking for. They're looking for the 18 to 49. Yep. So it's just, just like, you know, if things aren't working, you change things. If things aren't working for NXT change, that's fine. Right. I don't get it. But the the problem is the NXT wasn't the thing that wasn't working. It was raw that wasn't working. Yeah, Raw's Raw's the one who's been losing ratings. NXT had still been gaining. They'd mm-hmm. gone from a startup of nine hundred thousand. They rolled down to about seven hundred thousand in competition. They came to Tuesday night. They stayed at seven seven thousand, and were creeping back up on Tuesday nights. Mm-hmm. Well, so, F those I mean, guys. We're gonna bury a bunch of them on the main roster, and then we're gonna then we're gonna fire a bunch of the rest of them for creeping back up. What? I honest to God still think that it's okay. So, of course, uh, I don't know if you guys heard the rumor going on in the week. This I don't believe at all. Everyone was saying, oh, well, they fired all these NXT wrestlers so that they can pay Adam Cole more money. Not a thing. It's a billion-dollar company we're talking about. They're already making loads of profits. Sure, I guess you can argue, yeah, but then they're just releasing more money to add to the they don't want to lose the profit revenue they have currently uh, either way i don't believe that that's the 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 reason why those got fired i do believe however that wwe or vince mcmahon is going to be selling within the next two years wwe i truly believe that that's what's going to go down I, I'm I'm not ready to say I believe it, but I will point out that these are the sorts of things that a company does sometimes when they are looking to sell. Mm-hmm. Uh, cut expenses so that their profits look better, um, which WWE's profits have never been better, but you cut even more expenses. The the only reason that the these NXT releases don't hit it as much is because none of them were big budget releases, right? Right. Um, the ones last month with Braun Strowman and and those were big budget releases. Yeah, um, right. Those are the sorts of things that set up. But the thing is, do you know what helps you sell a company even more mm. uh, than just overall profitability? Right, profits for loss, viewership. Right, uh, if you're trying to sell WWE as a company, right, then it really helps if you can say, "Oh, by the way, look at us. We're getting three million viewers a, a week now." You know, right. Um, and the fact that they don't, they don't seem to be doing the work 
on Raw that they should be doing to get their viewership up. They're instead focusing on NXT and these characters that aren't moving the the needle one way or another, right? Um, and I'm not saying that we know we have the answers to Raw um, necessarily. I am saying that one of those answers is maybe not making your stars of the future look like chumps. Um, so Keith Lee um, and Karrion Cross uh, trading wins doesn't help either of them. No. Dominic Dijakovic losing to uh, Ali and Mansoor doesn't yep. help either. Does not help anyone, right? Doesn't help no. Ali and Mansoor. No. Uh, no. Really. Um, so, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I just... Just focus on your product and and worry less about changing NXT. NXT was doing what NXT was supposed to do. Uh... Focus it was on. also buying the future of, buyer, of of wrestling. It was its viewership was considerably higher in the eighteen to forty nine segment. Yep. It was higher than WWE Raws. In eighteen to forty nine, yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah! Wow. Okay. That's weird. I don't know. I don't get it though. Like Trips was onto something, and he was. And this is why I don't think when you said earlier, uh, Fabe about um how oh if they do the if they go to these different territories and they you know start maybe doing something like that i would love to see that on tv trips was kind of implement trying to implement that and he was discussing how he wanted to do that he wanted to get various um like nxt schools territories like everywhere and then eventually do a crazy big fiasco of an event but i I don't know i guess the heads up the head uh the head honchos there vince uh, bruce pritchard and whoever the hell else weren't a fan so yeah oh oh geez what what can we do to improve the problem product long-term booking uh not making our future superstars look like chumps nah let's just fire a bunch of people that'll improve the product So on a total side note, I have to tell you guys this. I've got this bowl here of filled with those little Orbeez, and it is the most fascinating thing uh, to play with while talking. So if you see me looking down, that's what, what's up. They're also pretty tasty. You should try one. <laughs> the reason they're in a bowl is I had to take them away from my daughter so that she didn't do that. Uh, side note, if you get one of those little squeezy things with a bunch of these Orbeez in it, but it's made out of really thin, thin, like balloon rubber, don't, don't give it to a three-year-old. They will tear that thing to pieces. And then you will have Orbeez all over your living room. And now in a plate. Now in a bowl. Bowl. (laughs) Bowl. In Canada, they call it a plate. Yeah. Well, no, we, we call it a bowl, too. Like, it's... A, a plate plates is called that a cup. Cut. And a cup is called a glass. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. a glass is called a fork. Mm-hmm. And a no fork is called a bowl. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes around full circle. It's Fucking a circle of utensils. <laughs> uh, Montrealers, okay? Montrealers. Montrealians. I like Montrealians. No, yeah. no. 
Montreal. You were here the day that we spent about ten minutes trying to decide what we wanted to call Montrealians. <laughs> Montrealites. Montrealites. I like that. That's actually not Montrealites. Bad. <laughs> the Montrealites. Sounds like a biblical tribe. Oh, it's, it's better than our football team, the Montreal Alouettes. Now is that soccer or football? Football. Okay, just making sure. I took French for four years. That's the extent of my knowledge. So is PCO on that that team or no no no? Well, I mean, I don't know. Neither. But, anyways, I think we've gone off track. I've been talking about Orbeez. Yep. And... yep. I, think, I think we can call this episode to a close. Yes, we will go ahead and close the book on the wrestling booking. Yeah, that was me. Or just clap. Closing a book. Or just that was clap. me closing a book. See, I'm closing nope. it. It's like just, a book just, and I'm closing it. Just clapping your hands. That's all you're doing. So, JLB hosts another, um, another <laughs> Facebook page. And I actually had the pleasure this week of commenting on um, what the tagline should be for, or they they said the card the card on um, SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. How did we think it was going to be? And I was like, I don't know, but the nickname should be Decade of Destitution. <laughs> yeah, that was nice. It's like yeah. we got dudes who were around a decade ago. Yep. And relevant feuds. I just and, commented that, like, I'm like, eh. There's, like, one or two matches that I'm, like, okay excited about, but nothing, like, huge. Um, no, it really has more to do like, with John Cena and Edge. That there are <laughs> yeah. at least three matches that I have absolutely no desire to see. Uh, and that's John Cena versus Roman Reigns. Like, and I don't have a problem with John Cena. I just that's something I could have seen five years ago, right? Uh, and- if they don't build this Finn Balor feud right now, this <laughs> this banter into a Balor title run, they're freaking idiots. <laughs> Is he not in the match? Is Balor now not in as the of, match anymore? As of right now, he's not. As of right now, it's uh, John Cena versus Roman Reigns now. I think they are going to make something of the fact that John Cena stole Balor's spot, effectively. But I'd even be okay with a Cena Balor feud the following pay per view. Then Balor gets his title shot. I'd be okay with that. But um, I have absolutely no desire whatsoever to see the Usos versus the Mysterios after the nope. absolute botch fest that happened between I don't even remember which Uso and. Dominic Mysterio, last time they were in the ring together. Um, yep. Oh, I Dominic didn't want to watch TV. that. Yeah, exactly. Get him off my TV. No desire oh, whatsoever. Oh, the good news is that will most probably be on the pre-show. Not if they only have six matches. Yeah. The only ones that I'm like legitimately sort of excited to see, um, ironically, to be Seth perfectly Edge. honest, are the, well, Seth Edge, I'm... Uh, yeah, look, but the ones I'm actually at least legitimately in some way excited are the women's matches. Sasha versus Bianca Belair. Oh, that could be a fire that. match, right? Yeah. And then um, 
sort of excited for the Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte versus Nikki A.S.H. If only because um, I really like Nikki. I really like Rhea Ripley. And so two-thirds of that match I enjoy. <laughs> um, Nikki almost a champion again. Uh-huh. Well, she She's losing champion. that match. She's losing that match. Um. You I can very tell you likely. right now she's losing that match. She's either losing it or Rhea Ripley's taking the pin so that Charlotte can continue to complain that I was not beat for that belt. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't see Nikki losing it yet. I feel like that's a bit too soon. Fans are kind of behind her, and mm. I don't want to. I, Kinda. Fans are not significantly behind her on that one. Vince is significantly behind her on this. Vince likes the um, eight to thirteen year old audience. Mm-hmm. Mm. I I would rides. I would venture to say that the uh, TikTok reaction to Nick, Nikki Ash is uh, substantially positive. Uh-huh. Um, more positive than most of the other WWE things right now so I would say she's Fair probably enough. considered pretty popular anyways but we're going to close <laughs> the book on this we could talk for like 40 hours and we don't need to and no one wants to see that nope so we will uh, close the book. we will say make sure I'm to talking. follow us <laughs> on the social media uh, uh, <laughs> uh, follow us on the social media um, you can make sure to like share and subscribe to the podcast and make sure you get notified um, if you are one of the people who's watching this on Facebook or following us on Facebook uh, do us a favor and head on over to YouTube and click the subscribe there even if you just still want to watch us on Facebook and, and all that stuff even if you don't want to turn on notifications on YouTube Click that subscribe button. That actually helps us out a lot on YouTube. Uh, if you're just listening to this on, on the podcast, head over to YouTube. Click that subscribe button. That's a great way to help us out. costs you absolutely nothing. Um, but also follow us on the social media. I'm on pretty much all of them as Detective Mark Smarks at Raw and Order WBU. You can follow DA Fabe at... DA Vincent K. Fabe. Expect something, you know, about something... Something about cop, boat cop, cop boat. Cop boat. Cop boat. You can follow JLB at... JLB420 uh, is my Twitter at JLB420. Real Talk Radio 8 as well. That's uh, the brand, of course. Uh, anchor.fm slash RTR. All the social, all the uh, all the streamables, the the apples, the Spotify's, the Stitchers, and whatnot. Um, really, really have no other excuses. I'm all out of excuses on why hasn't it been updated in a hot minute. But I'm always willing to uh, get some advice of what you guys would like to hear, and so on and so forth. Always down to chit chat. Um, and yeah that's pretty much it another great show i just hope next week we have something more to talk about aside from firings and WWE being stupid because it's getting kind of old they've been stupid for a hot minute now so back to you good sir yes they have been stupid uh stupid. make sure to go down to our doobly-doos down below uh down there for all of the links to all the social medias all the jlb yeah. stuff and the link to our facebook page our um 
uh, merch store. Yeah, where you can get the fake cops, real pro wrestling <coughs> official snapback hat right in there. Right? Even or, if you don't like wearing it, or the scan my boob right there. Ron order scanmyboob.com. Ron order t shirt and, and go personalize it so it says your name on the back. Yeah. Hey. And uh, all of that stuff. But on that note, we will go ahead and end this. Thank you all for listening. We will see you soon beard love i'm talking about a beard love